2: Baseball and whatever! With your
3: host, Justin McElwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jenkins of
4: Ford! I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker.
1: And good If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Rocks forever.
3: No, stop getting Bond wrong! Alrighty, hello everybody, we're back again, Baseball Whatever, episode 73, Justin here, Vinny's here, we are going to be discussing baseball, MLB postseason in particular, holy cow, I don't know what my hair's doing right now, Uh, MLB postseason, I got like a Conan O'Brien thing going, Uh, MLB (laughs) postseason, we're going to be talking Bears football, Uh, the people at Amazon Prime must be gouging their eyeballs out with the two weeks in a row now of horrible, god-awful Thursday night football they have on. Hey, there There was a touchdown scored tonight. Come on now. Stop the presses. Is Justin Fields still in the game or did he get taken out for good? Do we? Know? I don't know. All right, I, turned well, off. We'll...
4: I had to turn it off because I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. We'll, we'll
3: update you when we on. get to our football segment. But uh, yes, if you're listening for the first time, thank you so much. We are baseball and whatever. First half of the show is usually Chicago sports, mostly baseball. But now baseball is winding down. So we, we, we got to talk about how god awful the Bears are. So we discussed that. Maybe we'll talk about the Blackhawks at some point. It's not they're really even worth worse. it. They're even worse than the Bears. Uh, I know they played tonight. I'm guessing they're gonna lose. But the Bulls, you know, that's the shining shining uh diamond in the rough. So maybe once their season it? starts next week. Well, Lonzo Ball needs to get back. And if he yeah. doesn't, Patrick Williams <laughs> needs to step up. We'll see. I actually I'm so excited, Vinny. I ordered I have not ordered a basketball jersey since like Whoa. second, third grade. I am now the proud owner of a 95-96 Steve Kerr alternate Bulls jersey. I, I was ge- I was going to wear it but it was too hot down here so I, I decided not to. But I'm well, thinking a, I'm thinking like in a the summer jersey I mean a basketball jersey is the
4: perfect thing to wear cuz you don't have to, you, you can stay cool in it.
3: Yeah, I was with I had I had like I was going to wear a hoodie underneath it and it was just too hot. So um I I Your t-shirt is better. Yes, yes, thank you. I have my obvious shirts. Uh greatest game ever played was a Wednesday in Cleveland. They had a sale last week, so I finally bit the bullet and uh and bought one. Anyway, um yeah, I forgot like how much I like uh Bulls jerseys or basketball jerseys. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm thinking in the summer on the boat at my parents, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Vinny Jenkowitz and I'm gonna I'm gonna rock the swim trunks and base basketball jersey there you go that you do you know sun's out guns out get rid of that farmer's tan even though i'm not a farmer There you go justin um and i'm not gonna lie i started reading uh mugsy bogues book this week um the uh, what is called the godfather of small ball i believe is okay uh, i I I think it's uh, it's the godfather of something Uh, godfather of hold on let's see this is excellent radio uh Muggsy Bogues, my life from the kid my life from a kid in the projects to the godfather of small ball. Yeah, I was right. Um really, really good, but then it got me thinking, it's like, oh, do I need a Muggsy Bogues jersey? Because I really liked him as a kid. Probably. Yeah, but they're expensive. So anyway, highly recommend eBay. it. EBay. eBay, that's what I think I'm gonna have to do. Uh his book is really good. If you grew up watching nineties basketball and you were really short in school like me, uh, and you liked Muggsy Bogues, highly recommend it. I'm about seventy pages in pretty good so far anyway enough about that uh we are baseball and whatever if you'd like to reach out and contact the show you can reach us on twitter at baseball and what we are rapidly approaching a thousand followers i think we're almost at 900 now you can find us at youtube.com slash baseball and whatever we're up to 130 subscribers we have a new one we can announce this week you can tweet us at baseball and what like i said you can email the show at baseball and whatever at gmail.com find us on your podcast app of choice whether it's apple spotify google spreaker iHeartRadio, amazon music I think that's all of them. I, I, about yeah. all of them. No, well, no, there's there's many. There's many, many, many. But we're on all of them. This is episode 73. This week, like I said, we're going to talk famous uh, or worst sports franchises and fan bases that we can't stand. We have quite a few to discuss. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. But first, we like to do uh, famous numbers of athletes that wore the number of the podcast we're on. And we're up to episode 73. So, Vinny... I'm gonna be honest. I don't know anyone who wore 73 in Chicago history for sports. Oh, Justin, this there's a lot really of tough.
4: recent. There's a lot of recent 73s. So this is shame on you for not. Getting but are they any are they these.
3: are they good players or are they like relief pitchers that threw like 20 innings and we never heard from them again? They're good. I,
4: Justin, you're gonna kick yourself on some of these. Okay. For the Cubs. There's one. I'm ready. He's currently wearing it. Top for the rated. Cubs? Pro, well, he was a uh, top. top you know, seated prospect in the Cubs organization. He is currently a relief pitcher. They've tried to make him a starter. He's also been hurt a lot.
3: Keegan Thompson? Uh,
4: no, it, he's been hurt a lot. Hurt. Is that a pitcher? Hurt a Keegan lot. Th- That's a. It's, top it's
3: hurt. top seeded prospect Jalen Hurts. I don't know.
4: Uh, <laughs> Jalen Hurts doesn't even play football, I know, I or know. doesn't play baseball. <laughs> he plays football.
3: <laughs> um, Shooting. He's been hurt a lot. Top seeded prospect.
4: Come on.
3: Oh, Albert Alzolay. Yes, and Edbert Alzolay. Albert. Oh, did I say Albert? Albert. I meant to say Edbert. Uh,
4: sorry. Classic Chicago meathead.
3: Albert Alzalay. Put him out there. You know his yeah. arm's about to fall off, but put him out there.
4: Yes, he is wearing seventy three currently. Uh, no other seventy three in Chicago Cubs history.
3: Wow. Okay.
4: Now on to the White Sox, Justin. I can't believe this guy. Last year, was the 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 talk of the town
3: for the White Sox.
4: Yes, for a couple months.
3: Oh, you're mean, Mercedes the Yerminator.
4: Good job, Justin. Go. Yes, you're you mean, Mercedes. And then in 1997, Tony Phillips. Oh God, I think
3: I think Tony Phillips might be dead actually now. Is he? Let me check. I want to say, I remember him when he was on the uh, Anaheim. Well, they were the California Angels or the Anaheim. Yeah, Yeah. he died. He died in 2016. Yeah. I want to say, was it? Yeah, he went to the 1989 World Series. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Died of a heart attack on February seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Wow, huh? Uh, wow, way to bring the podcast to Yeah, thanks, Justin. Hall. Sorry, Vinny. Uh, yeah, but I, I do remember. I remember he had a long career in the MLB. Um, okay, let's well, go on to
4: something more morbid. The Chicago Bears oh, seventy three history.
3: Why? All right, <laughs> somebody. Got? Somebody c-
4: currently is wearing it. Uh, let's see here. It's, uh, I think, yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, this guy is currently wearing it. Two guys, it has two guys for 2022, but one of them is, he's no longer with the team. Okay. This guy's a lineman. He was okay. signed in the off season. I want to say he played for the Rams last year. I don't know why that's popping up in my head. Michael Schofield. Um, yes, that's correct. Good job, Justin. His,
3: his wife is, uh, Kendall Coyne of, um, olympic hockey fame and i believe oh. she played for i don't know i don't know if she was a badger i don't know which team she played for in college but yeah she's uh, she worked for the blackhawks now and actually okay. michael Schofield is from orland park where i used yes. to teach so interesting about about 20 well about 30 minutes from where i live. so yeah. okay good connection uh
4: before michael Schofield, it was lachavius simmons do you remember, I don't remember him remember him no cornelius lucas no nope john jenkins no no uh <laughs> let's see jamarcus webb that that's got marcus webb him. i
3: remember i remember him kind of having some problems with the bears uh not everybody really liked him it seemed like he wasn't good he, no he wasn't very good either that that's a problem uh, when you're in the nfl
4: yes um <laughs> <laughs> and you're starting and you're starting uh,
3: let's well, that's a prerequisite. If you if you start for the Bears, you usually have to be bad. That's kind of how that works. But
4: yeah, let's see. Kevin Dugans? No, two thousand one, no two thousand two. No. Okay. All right. Uh, John. Oh, I'm going to butcher this one. Wojkowski. Wuj, okay. W O J C. I e c h o w s k i e or s k i sorry no e at the nice, end nice
3: uh, Polish boy I'm sure yeah um from 87
4: to 93 and Mike Hartenstein okay no nope. 75 to 86 he was on the 85 Bears okay that was that uh, let's see uh, Frank Cornish. Mm-mm. 66 to 69 name doesn't ring a bell for me no uh, that's a that's about it yeah all right not not much else there rich rich buzzin is a good football name he wore 73 for the bears in 72 buzzin yeah b-u-z-i-n with... i'm guessing it's buzzin
3: i know all or the boozin'. kids these days say things are bussin bussin if it's really cool did you know that
4: Justin, I am not hip with the kids these days. I'm
3: not hip with the kids either. But I just—I remember last year in the middle school I taught it. That's you're bussing, bussing. I don't know what it means. I never took the time to learn. But anyway, moving on to
4: the—moving on to something even more depressing: the Blackhawks. (laughs) (laughs) This is is getting more morbid as we go. If the
3: Bulls aren't good this off during off season this this winter, oh, it's going to be a bad winter for Chicago sports. Yeah. Well,
4: we'll we'll, We're we'll gonna need, dive like, in I- that it might be okay for Chicago Sports. We'll dive into that later. But okay, for the enough. Blackhawks, 73, there was only one person to wear. Who was it, Justin? You should know this 2021. 73? Yep.
3: 2021? Can you tell me the position he played?
4: It kind of it, it would if you say the number 73 and the last guy's his last name it kind of rhymes, I guess. He's I have not no on idea the team what team anymore. No, not on the team anymore.
3: Do you know what position he played?
4: He played center, shoots left, six foot even, 186 pounds.
3: I almost said, from Kobe, uh, uh, Toronto, Ontario Kirby doc, but I know that's not him
4: drafted by Chicago in the second round of the 2009 NHL draft 2009. Yeah. Second Where round 59th did overall.
3: This guy come from, holy shit. I have no idea.
4: Brandon Perry where's oh. number 73
3: he bounced around I think he's playing for the Chicago Wolves now actually
4: okay yeah he wore 37 originally with the the Blackhawks from 2010 to That's, 2014 okay.
3: that not that is what I remember him playing with the Hawks yes yeah and I then
4: forgot. he came back he had a yeah second that go around yeah all right and the second time around he wore 73 so yeah that is it for Chicago's 73s we are Really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, this isn't
3: this isn't good.
4: <laughs>
3: this isn't good. I, I, I'm really going to be sad when we get to 99. You know, if we make it to 99, I'm hoping we make it to 99. Uh, if we're we will, gonna de- we'll have to decide if we retire the segment or just start over because we're old enough where we won't remember zero, one, two. Th- we didn't even start with well, one.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say we we'll have to figure out where, where we, we started. We started.
3: Yep. I want to say like maybe in the 20s.
4: I thought it was past – we definitely didn't get to – it wasn't 23. It was way past that, I think. Yeah. I want to say it was 30s. I do not think we did 33 We got, got like, another
3: 50 weeks. So that's, like, another year's worth of uh, playing this game then. Yep. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Well, uh, let's get into – we do have a couple – I combined our text line, YouTube, emails, tweets, comments. Vinny, do you want to take the first two, and then I'll take the last one since it comes from my mother – (laughs) <laughs> sure
4: uh we are now up to 130 YouTube subscribers thanks to Packers Daily that really hurts to say Yeah he's um, not going to like this episode by for the time we get subscribing uh this week uh but yep we we subscribe back so yep the Packers Daily subscribed to us I don't know why um, but <laughs> Uh, yes, thank you for subscribing. Uh, Zach, uh, Dr. Condom reached out and said, I remember hearing of Dear Avenger. This is the last week's episode on the top-ranked yes. uh, PC, PC games. I remember hearing of Deer Avenger. I never played it, though. It sounds really cool. Yes, I have to agree. It sounded like a really fun game.
3: Yeah, I would say go on YouTube. There's got to be videos. It was a very low-rent game. I feel like I would have gotten it maybe like it like Walmart and the bargain bin for like 10 bucks. Like, it, like, okay. remember like, like you'd have like the, the one, the yep. PC games still came in a box. It was like one of yes. those. Um, yep. and I mean, it probably last, it gave you a couple hours of fun and then it just kind of repeated itself over and over again. But, uh,
4: I would have to imagine that, um, that that game's out there for free somewhere.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a website I found. I'm going to have to dig through my, my Google, uh, bookmarks, you could you could you could play some of these old games and sometimes they loaded okay and sometimes they didn't and then i just kind of got okay. worried like is this thing just filling my computer with spyware and stuff and i stopped probably. playing probably so um yeah but uh, i know like i think it was archive.org you sent a text this week in our text chain that did that have yes. games in it or no i don't know i had remember. a bunch of old dos games yeah okay archive.org yep. is legit i've been on there before okay i actually this is this is like when i'm feeling really nostalgic you go in there and you look up certain websites of, like, what they look like in the, like, early 90s. Oh, really?
4: Yeah. I- I've never been there. I just stumbled it's upon a re- it. It's and- a
3: really cool website. Like, you could go okay. and find – because it, it crawls the internet and it, it documents all this. Like, I found, like, my MySpace page from, like, 2007 – Oh my gosh! it, just, and it, it like nerd. had exactly what it looked like. Who was my top eight? You know all that stuff. So, nerd alert. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. We're getting old. Anyway, all right. Let's <laughs> let's get to this last comment. Uh, my mom wrote in. I talked to her on the phone today when I was driving into work, and she's like, "I want you to read this comment um, because I want to get my side of the the situation here." If you don't remember, last week we talked about our favorite PC games, and I talked about how I memorized like the line of code or the executable in DOS that would let you skip to any level that my dad would use when he played. Uh, Cause my parents wouldn't let me use it. And I said, I think it had something to do with they were, I don't even remember what I said. The reason was, but my mom wrote in and said, here was the real reason. She said, I'd like to make a rebuttal of last week's episode regarding letting you play doom two. When you were a kid and launching those codes in DOS, you seem to forget you were a very anxious child. When you were that age, other breaking news, water wet. Thank you, Vinny. And I didn't want you to be scared with nightmares in the middle of the night, hearing noises, thinking people were breaking in because of the game. (laughs) This would have had you keeping us up all night, and it would have made you scared, and we didn't want that. So, that's how I remember the Doom 2 situation. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) Thanks, I just got roasted by my mother. I don't remember that uh, at all. Of course you don't. Vinny, come on, Vinny. I am not an anxious guy. I don't know what she's talking about. No, no,
4: not anymore. not as much anymore.
3: uh, Prior to, like, five, six years ago, real bad. Uh, Anyway, real bad.
4: Well documented on this podcast.
3: Oh, yes. Well documented in photos, too. It's just like, (laughs) oh, Justin doesn't look too happy. He's probably having a panic attack. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, yes, thank you, Mom, for writing in. I suppose you're right. And as a parent... I'm. I see her. Her point of view a little bit there now. So. Yep. All right. Um, We do have two hot takes. So Vinny, let's get to the hot takes.
4: Greg's hot takes.
0: Now you want to get nuts?
4: Come on. Hell yeah. All
0: right. Want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get
2: nuts. (laughs)
3: All right, Vinny. I saw you put this on the show outline earlier in the week, so I'm very curious. I'm very totally curious. forgotten
4: about this. That's why I, I did it. Um, okay,
3: because I want to know. I, I saw this, and I'm like, oh, there, there's a there's a story or a situation here because you wouldn't just put this on the show outline.
4: Yes, there. I was in Walgreens, or yeah, it was Walgreens, getting my booster shot for COVID, and yes. when I was there, I saw a gentleman who was older than me. Um, and he had three kids. he was i mean he had spiked hair, like what a ten year old kid would have like oh. it, it, you know it, spiked hair on grown men is not good unless it's for a get up like you're a rock star or you know you you're you're wearing a costume of some sort and you have to put up the spiked and I'm talking about. Lots of gel spiked hair. This isn't like using, like, I don't know, some other, like, kind of, like, pomade and your hair yeah. happens to be spiky. It's like individual spikes on your hair because you took the gel, poured it in your hair, and just slicked it back, and it's standing. You know, you're getting it to stand up. It is a terrible look on grown men. Anybody that's doing it, you instantly think that, man, that guy is a child. He was there with three kids. Um, I... Yeah, I I I don't know. Uh, I I think that is a, a terrible look. I don't know if that's necessarily a hot take because I'm sure there are probably more people that would agree with me that a grown man with uh, a spiked hair of a 10-year-old looks ridiculous. Um but okay. if you're a grown man spiking your hair like that, please stop. You you don't look good and I I'll, I'll be the one to tell you that you don't look good doing it. You should probably just stop.
3: I am, um, okay, well, first of all, uh I just got my booster on Sunday. Did you have any side effects from yours?
4: It's sore arm. I had I, that with all of them. And I, I guess a, I, yeah I did feel kind of cruddy, too, yeah um a, a little bit, where I was like, oh, and the, the thing was, I ran out and got it, because um, someone in, Will had come in close contact with someone in his class, sure. and I was like, great, like, I don't, I, I figured I'd just go out and get yeah. it, so... I did that, and then uh, I, you know, I got the shot. My arm was sore, and then I kind of felt a little crummy. And I was like, "Oh, great! I hope I'm not coming down with it." But I didn't yeah. have. I I felt more tired, but not like I was when I actually had COVID, where I was tired and I had like chills and a fever. I didn't have yeah. any of that extra stuff, so well, I was like, good. "Yeah, it's probably just from the shot." Because
3: I know Eric and I both got er, got ours on Sunday, and Erica, okay. never has she. Through all four now, she's never gotten any side effects. I the first Perfect. shot or the second one, I can't remember. I got really bad side effects, So then I was fine with the first booster. But I was just yeah, real achy, kind of yeah. tired, and then I was getting a sore throat. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm hoping this is from you know side effects. And now it's been like four and a half days, and Matt Erica's been sick on and off. She still has she had an inflamed lung. I don't even know how that happens. So oh God, I think I'm just getting what she has. But anyway, yes. Um. Okay. So when you first had spiky hair. I was thinking of me in high school. I did not do like the whole, all the spikes. I just did the front where it looked like you walked into a, a wall. Do you remember that? Look? Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. did that
4: too. I think we all did that. Everyone at some had that point. in high school. Yeah, that, that was, was like an luck. early
3: two thousands. Yeah, um, and then and then I also had that with like the bleach tips or the highlighted tips. Yeah, I did that, that too. Stuff. I know. I I've seen that photo at your parents' house with the yeah. bleach blonde hair. But yeah, yeah, I I mean, I'll be honest. I'm. I'm kind of like, hey, whatever you do you, but at the same time, am I going to be like under my breath and be like, "Okay, I wouldn't go that route, but sure. Yeah, whatever, man." I don't know. Yeah, as an adult, I don't I just don't have time or the energy to do my hair anymore as I look like I woke up from a nap after work and it looks like just all over the place. Um Yep. Yeah, I wake up, uh I after I shower, I comb it and then in the morning I wet it and I kind of try and put it in a, a certain way and that's it. I don't do anything else.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I use product in my hair with what little hair I have left um it's slowly i mean no it's We're more seated. rapidly falling out yeah and going going away but yeah i the spike look that that just ugh. it's like that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine's friend has that hairdo from like the 60s and she's trying to get 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 her friend to change it and like that that's how i feel like the spiked hair is for for little kids it's not not, not the greatest look for a grown man.
3: Yeah, I don't. Uh, on special occasions, like I have the, it's not pomade. What is it? Like clay? You know what I'm yep. talking about? Like yeah, yep. I like use I that stuff. have that yep. just to kind of hold it in place because otherwise mm-hmm. it gets kind of all over. Uh, glucose in the chat. Glucose, it's so good to see you, buddy. Thanks for coming in. He says, have a shaved head. Easiest to clean and super cheap. That is one thing I have never shaved my head. I'm, I I've th- I'm very worried to think of what's underneath all this. Well, then you shave I... it, and it's not going to come back, just like Seinfeld. That's true. I'm afraid yeah. I'd shave it and have, like, I don't know, like a birthmark the size of Texas somewhere, and then I'd be all self-conscious about it and have to wear a hat or something. I don't know. but
4: No, not you, Justin. No,
3: no, no, no. Um,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> so there you go. The, the only other hot take I had, uh, Blink-182 announced they are coming back for their reunion tour. Tom DeLonge is back. He has taken a break from his... Deep dive into, like, uh, looking for aliens and stuff. I don't know if you knew he was into that, Vinny.
4: Yes. Yeah, I remember okay. that because he released that, that footage yes, of the plane right. chasing that unidentified Object aircraft. Or
3: whatever they call it now. Yeah. Um, so they're back. I'm really excited. So Eric and I are, like, all set on getting tickets. The last time we went to go see them in concert, your sister almost got in a fight with a bunch of teenagers. Yes. which is well documented, documented on this yes, podcast. On this podcast as well for posterity. Um, and I just gotta say, hot take, I don't even know it's a hot take. Ticketmaster and ticket resale sites absolutely suck. They're awful. God awful. I don't. I don't necessarily
4: agree with that. No, no. Like, I guess I don't. I just all the surcharges and well, that's yeah. Like
3: Ticketmaster in particular, you have there's... to
4: fi- you. You had to f- you have to scour the numerous ones yes. to find the lowest price. And... There,
3: there was one. Um, shout out to our guys over at CHGO. I reached out to them because they're one of their sponsors. I believe it's called Game Time. Uh, their their app was really good. Um, wasn't a lot of markup, and I, I we found tickets for like a hundred and thirty in the three hundred levels at the United Center. Okay, which I have no problem sitting in the United Center because that's where I pretty much grew up watching Hawks games, and in high school and yep. college too. But I know your sister wanted to sit a little bit lower. Um, and of course she did. <laughs> so she's like, "Well, let's wait and see until another pre-sale thing come opens, and I'm going to see." I'm like, "Okay," I'm like, "We'll see," but. Uh, Vinny, I'm kind of curious. The last concert you went to, do you remember how much you spent on the tickets?
4: It was Dave Matthews. I think it was around like 50 to 80 bucks. Okay.
3: Okay. Perfect. So, uh, so Erica, but for those that are listening, my wife, Vinny's sister, we were like, all right, we want to go to the show in May when it comes to Chicago. Uh, She goes, well, how much do you want to spend? And I said, I don't know, like 50 60 maybe $80. That sounds about right. Oh, God. I know. I've seen the price of those tickets. I know. And she looks at me, and she just starts laughing. And I said, what? Is that too much money? And that made her laugh even louder. Yeah. She goes, no. You know, like, to get tickets, we're talking, like, two to $300. And I'm like, oh, like, my wallet just hurt. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, she goes, oh, you don't want to know how much I spent on Backstreet Boys tickets. I'm like, nope, don't tell me because I'm going to cringe. Oh, my gosh. This is why it's a good thing we have separate bank accounts. But anyway, uh, then I, it got me thinking. I'm like, you know what? Everyone says spend money on experiences, not things. I'm like, all right, we can spend a little bit more. We need a, uh, an adult night out because we have not had one since Maddie's been born, which was a year ago this week. So um, we'll see. Hopefully we can nail down some tickets. But, yeah, that's that's my hot take for the week. So Nice. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's real quick before we get on with the show, we'd like to thank our partner In The Clutch for joining up with us here on Baseball and Whatever. In The Clutch is an awesome sports apparel company that is known for their licensed MLB, Negro League, and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, and football teams. Even better, head to InTheClutch.com right now and check out use promo code baseball in what? All one word. And you will get 10% off your order. So, once again, InTheClutch.com. Head to checkout. Use promo code baseball and what and get ten percent off your order. You will not be disappointed. Thank you again to the folks over at In the Clutch. All right, Vinny, let's get to the baseball talk.
4: Baseball. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB.
3: Right. Uh, it, I'll be honest, the baseball portion of the show Is really going to start to be slim pickings Especially yep. as uh, the Chicago teams Have definitely winded down But, Vinny, you have an update On the White Sox Minor League Player of the Year Correct?
4: Yeah, uh, the White Sox Player of the Year Is Colson Montgomery uh, And through Class A He slashed 295-408-450 For a OPS of 858 uh, he had a really good year. I think he's only twenty years old, if I'm not mistaken. So he's their number one prospect. So it's not not too surprising that he's the player of the year in their Makes their sense. organization.
3: Yeah, and I think that, I think that closes the book on the White Sox.
4: I, I got a couple. I got a couple more things. All right, uh, go ahead. well, the White Sox did uh, interview Joel Joe Espada. Yes, for from the Astros, Houston Astros. Um, I, which I didn't realize that team still in uh could could be interviewed yeah 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 i think i think that happens every year though but i just yeah it's kind of surprised me that that happened but yeah i guess um i guess um the word on the street is that uh what's his name rick hahn is getting a a, i guess a bigger seat at the table within the own (laughs) his own organization um and making the decision on the uh manager Uh, the next manager. So we'll we'll see about that.
3: What a concept to let your GM have a bigger decision on the manager. Right? Well,
4: um, I don't know if you were listening to uh, Parkinson Spiegel this week, but they Mm -hmm. had the, um, was it, what's his name? Samson from the the old GM of the Marlins. I can't think of his full name, but he, he was, uh, he was down, down there when Ozzy was uh, the, the manager of the David Sampson is his name. It looks David like. Sampson, that's right. Uh, but yeah, he uh, was going on and saying that he didn't think Ozzy would be the right fit. And he kind of, when they, uh, they asked him the question if they think Ozzy would be a good fit for the White Sox, and he said no, and then he gave his response as if he was talking directly to Ozzy, and he had said something along the lines of, you know the reason why you were let go. There was stuff that we... New behind the scenes that we didn't leak out publicly, oh. uh, you know the you know you you're a great person, Ozzy, blah blah blah, but you're you aren't the right person for the job, and I was they 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 pushed to get more out of him, and he didn't respond. Wow, so there's, there's something there then for sure. And I remember him not leaving under like there was a lot of crap that there went was the on Castro did,
3: comments and all yeah,
4: that, yeah, yeah. So there might have been even more, and I, yeah, I know a lot of people are i know that's greg's guy but i was just you know i don't i I just don't another retread for a a guy that hasn't been in the game that i think the game's passed by i i don't i don't necessarily agree with bringing ozzy back but i thought that was an interesting um little little anecdote there from somebody that had been dealing with ozzy during his last managerial days so that's uh... yeah I, i don't I don't know if that's... I mean, there's rumors people are saying on Twitter, although most of them are probably from accounts that are just making stuff up. Yeah. That um, that you know, Ozzy. There's rumblings of Ozzy coming back as manager. I can't imagine that he'd come back as manager because Kenny Williams is still there. And yeah, they do not. That like was kind other. of the the big reason why he left to the first place and burned some bridges there. So yeah, I, I can't imagine he'd come back, but. Joe Spot has been interviewed, and supposedly Joe Madden's next on the list. Yeah. Which...
0: Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.
1: Uh,
4: they really like to go after those old guys where the games clearly passed them by no offense to Joe Madden or anything you know he brought a World Series to the 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 Cubs but I mean this last last two seasons with the the Angels have not been not been good good. for him no No. not
3: good Um, I thought it was very interesting uh, since we're talking about the White Sox not the White Sox managerial position but first off um, in addition to Joe Madden uh, there's been a couple other websites and Jesse Rogers, who is the ESPN Chicago sports Cub or Cub or used to be Cubs. I think he's just all baseball now for the, for White Sox and Cubs, but he said yeah. the White Sox is are the, what the White Sox is the White Sox are interviewing Astros <laughs> bench coach, Joe Espada, which you said they've also reached out to Ron Washington, who is the Braves third base coach and former Texas Rangers manager from 13, 14 years ago at this point, um, and supposedly they've reached out to Mike Schilt, who was the yeah. Cardinals' manager that won Manager of the Year, and then probably got fired for the by the best by the best organization in baseball, the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm saying I, that with sarcasm. Um, the uh,
4: yeah, yeah that that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of. A lot of retreads. I I I mean, Schilt's probably the most successful one, mm-hmm. I guess. Of the you know, Ron Washington's been great and players love him. You know, he's another older guy, but um, you know, he's still in the game. I guess so. Yeah. That's that's a positive outside of you know getting Joe Madden or you know, Ozzie Gian or Bruce Bochy. All these guys that you know, oh, Bruce Bochi and Ozzie have been out of the game for a while and um. Yeah, I mean, Joe Man just got fired this year, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. It'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens when uh, Bob Nightingale announces the next manager.
3: Well, I, th- I thought it was funny. They had Joe Madden on. He was on CHGO today. I have not listened to it, but he's on the CHGO podcast. I need to download it and listen to it this weekend. And he was on the score with, I believe, was it Lawrence Holmes and Layla Brahimi this week? I can't remember which show on the score he was on. But he was also on – he's been making the rounds because his new book, The Book of Joe, is out. Um, and he was quoted on one of the radio stations saying, I want analytics in the game, no question, 100%. It's very useful in a variety of ways. But it's infiltrating the clubhouse so much that there's so much for their, the players to hold on to. Everybody's really becoming the same. It's the same product, whatever city you're living in. At one point, the Cubs had an identity. The White Sox were the running, the White Sox back in the day. The Yankees still may be the Bombers. The Dodgers were always known for pitching. The Cardinals had speed. But now everyone wants to play the same game, and it's getting to be too much. I don't know. He, he The one thing he talked about on the score out here this week was that he did not like the people in the front office in the analytics department were coming down and talking to the players. He did not like that at all. He said if you have something you want me to tell them, you come to me and then I will disseminate this information to the players, but he did not want front office executives coming down and talking to the players, which I I can't blame him. I don't I don't I get his point, but yeah. I don't know if that's that's where baseball is right now, so you're kind of stuck.
4: Yeah, and I I mean, I don't get the whole each team has to have their own identity. I mean, each team is trying to win a World it's a Series, cat, and they're we, gonna, yeah. yeah, and they're gonna do whatever successful teams do, and that doesn't. I mean, so of course you are not. Gonna, teams aren't going to have their own identity. Oh, I'm. I, I want to be a speed team and not hit home runs, and like you can't do that. Like I don't know. That's just a little silly. Um to yeah. Want teams to have their own identity. I mean, not every player is the same. You're gonna, you know, some teams are gonna be more heavy, you know, you know, you know, they're gonna have bigger hitters, uh, and some teams are gonna be built for more contact. But I mean, to say that they need to have that as an identity, I think that's kind of silly. I agree. I agree.
3: Um, all right. Well, I guess I guess that we'll see. Well, I'm sure we'll have more updates as the week goes on from the White Sox in terms of their managerial solutions and who's coming and who's going um real quick if we transition over to the Cubs Todd Ricketts announced his like state of the Tom. Cubs what I say you Todd? Todd I meant to say Tom yeah. sorry man I'm I don't know if it's I'm tired or a cold or what but I am really really slacking here anyway let's try that again <laughs> Tom Ricketts this is all amateur hour um As I write down the time code there, Uh, Tom Ricketts uh, released his like State of the Union address for the Cubs and where they're at. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I do want to read some of it because I thought it was very interesting. And then I don't know if any we can talk about Jed Hoyer's press conference, which was with that as well. I'm going to read this in my best Tom Ricketts uh, voice. Um, Here we go. Cubs fans, this past season ended too soon. While we knew 2022 was going to be a year of transition, we were cautiously optimistic with our offseason moves we could compete for a spot in the expanded postseason format. Obviously, our poor start ended those hopes early in the season. Yet, as I look back, 2022 felt like two different seasons. The first half of the year was defined by young players struggling to adjust to everyday roles and injuries that exposed a lack of overall team depth. Yes. However, the second half of the season had a much different feel. It showcased young players, particularly young pitchers, growing into their own roles and competing hard at every game. 100% agree, which pains me because I do not like Tom Ricketts just in general. Um, goes on. There's seven, to eight, nine, ten more paragraphs, but um, – Pretty much, he said, you know, there's positive momentum. Jed Hoyer and his team are building an expansive core of young, high-ceiling players while making investments in infrastructure and technology to help them reach their maximum potential. We will be active in free agency and have the necessary resources available to substantially supplement our current roster. As Jed has demonstrated, we will be driven by an intelligent decision-making process as we build the roster that can win games in the postseason year in and year out. All right before i i throw it to you cuz i i think your take and i are going to be similar but there's a couple things here first i'm of two minds of this and i i feel like it's literally like two like monkeys in my brain like fighting over like which going to be the more articulate point here this is the dumbest uh, analogy i can think of but i can i'll try dumber later hold on uh but okay so he talks about we want to have sustained success and we want to build for the future so that we can keep re- reloading as opposed to rebuilding yes great frustrating thing. I heard that 10 years ago, so it's really frustrating to hear it again because that was the same thing. However, I think we can all agree that Theo Epstein, thankful he came, thankful he brought a World Series to Chicago, but he also wasn't the best at some of his things like free agency, and once the core of the Cubs came up, they never restocked the, the farm system. And I know that's hard to do when you're winning, but you should still be able to find diamonds in the rough in the draft and keep supplementing your your lower, your lower minor leagues. So I'm of two minds there. The other thing is him saying we will have the money to go forward. Great. Happy to see that. And I know people were going after that comment about, well, you didn't have the money last season. But part of me, and this pains me because, like I said, I don't like Tom Ricketts. They did spend a lot of money on Strowman and Seiya Suzuki last year. Yep. Now, did the Jonathan VRs and uh, what other awful signings that we thought Andrew would Tim make... Simmons. Oh, that was another bad one. Did they all pan out? no. But, I think Seiya really is gonna be awesome for years to come. Stroman looked lights out that second half of the season. I really hope he's around for the long haul. I know he's only got two years left, I think, on his contract. It would yep. be a shorter contract um so as pessimistic as I want to be like listening to this article or di- diatribe from Tom Ricketts, It's like it's actually really promising going forward. I don't know how you felt about it,
4: yep, um, you know just you know did you listen to Jed's presser at all? mm-hmm. Okay, little bit. Of, I guess yeah. we can kind of talk about that too, since they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. But I, I know, I know, Jed's presser opened up with him talking about how he misses October baseball mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, kind of that same thing that Tom had talked about. Um, you know, it's not fun sitting on the sidelines, pretty much, and watching instead of being there. You know, your team's in it. You're, you know, you're rooting for your team, but you know, you have to sit on the sidelines. He doesn't like. Missing October baseball, which was good to hear. Um, he said they had to be better at base running, which I totally agree. I think they had, they were they had a lot of two Uh um, yes, I don't. I th- I want to say they led the the majors in it, but I just remember early on in the year they had a way too many, and they, it, it still was an issue by the end of the season. Not nearly as bad, but still not good enough. Um, and he's he did mention in his presser looking to extend players and it was kind of hard to hear um the the questions being asked but i didn't know which players i'm assuming that they were talking about maybe hap and Contreras, maybe nico um but i'm assuming it was Contreras and hap since yes, they are they were the gonna start two closest negotiations, to yeah yep yeah, with them so that that's promising to hear um and again he mentioned spending intelligently um i guess you know i take that for what it's worth. Um, it, they're not going to just throw out a ton of money, but they're going to try to find the best, you know, what makes the most sense for them, which I get. Um, we'll see what that brings in. Um, you know, I, I I get him saying that. That's his his way of having a cop-out if, you know, contracts don't go his way. Right, um, right. And so, you know, with that we should all understand that he does have a budget. Yes, uh, that's true. You know, baseball, there there is no salary cap, but we know from past that there's a budget for for Jed and the front office of the Chicago Cubs, whether you like it or not, there is one. And he, he understands that, and he knows that he can't cripple himself with a Jason Hayward-type contract that's not going to work out, and he has to be smart about giving a contract out to a player like that where, Oh, you're, you're betting on the future being good. Whereas, you know, signing someone like Bryce Harper, like the Phillies did that contract made sense because Bryce Harper is really good. Yes. Mike Trout's really good. Although Mike Trout's had injury issues. Um, and that's something that was there before. So, you know, it's just his way of kind of giving a safeguard to saying, well, that wasn't an intelligent contract. Okay. Um, but, We'll see what they do this off season. They have holes to fill. There's players out there that they can get. Um, really, I would like them to get one of the shortstops. I would like them to get one of the you know starting pitchers on the market. Um, you know, and then they they need to supplement. Maybe getting. I would like to see Jose Abreu uh, yeah. with with the Cubs That'd and have him with Matt Mervis and platooning. You know, Jose Abreu is not a player that probably can play every day. Um, but he plays great in Wrigley. His stats are amazing. I think he's hitting over 400 at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously he hits well there. Um, it would be good to have that you know he is a leader in the clubhouse with the White sox. so it'd be good to have that you know veteran leadership um, especially with Jason Hayward not going to be around anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of that that veteran voice uh, in the clubhouse. so it'd be good to have him there and platooning with Matt. Matt Mervis, uh, I almost said Merton. But <laughs> That's going a lot. Yeah, um, with Matt Mervis um, at first base, and you know, if they get one of the shortstops like uh, Correa or I guess um, Turner, you know, they they could either move to third or second. Uh, I don't know how that would go. Um, you know, they would still need a third baseman. Maybe you maybe you just run it back with Patrick Wisdom and have Morrell. Yeah there as well, because he's a third... Yeah, I think he's traditionally a third baseman. I don't know if it's third or second baseman, but... Yeah, he's been all he,
3: over, it seems like.
4: Yeah, and so you have him as well, so... I don't know. Uh, they do have some work to do. It it should be interesting, though. You know, Tom saying that the there's going to be substantial a substantial amount of funds for him to use, um, th- that means that they should be back to the top five in baseball. I would assume... Or top ten in baseball on the the salary, um, and team salary next year. So yeah. it'll it should be interesting for Cub fans.
3: It it should it, it's it's a really exciting time, and I, I think the one saving grace this time around is there's really a focus on pitching. Where I feel like with Theo's regime, it was just yes, we had Hendricks come up, and then it was all right. We're gonna sign Luster, sign Lackey, sign. You know, uh, Jason Hamill, it was all guys that were brought in. It wasn't sustainable because you didn't have anybody coming really up from the minors that weren't just occasionally thrown in the bullpen and then that didn't pan out. So, yeah, it, you know, as pessimistic as I want to be, I am excited for the season. Um, I'm excited for hot stove baseball talk to start in is that December. Normally, I think first week of yeah. December. So that'll be here before we know it, but uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be something exciting because, like we've documented very well here, uh, the rest of Chicago sports is god awful. Uh, yes. And if you haven't done a check in real quick on the Bears game, Vinnie, yeah, promise. they're losing. It's it's, it's not good. All right. Yeah. Um, real quick, did you want to mention Matt Mervis and uh, Luis uh, Devers, who were their minor league players, what their stats were?
4: Yes, they're Cubs minor league players. Matt Mervis, uh, Matt Merton Mervis hit 36 home runs and three, hit uh, 309 across three levels this year. Uh, he is the Cubs minor league hitter of the year. Minor League Pitcher of the Year is Luis Devers. He went 13-3, and had a 1.91 ERA, struck out 122 in 117 in the third innings pitched. Between low A and high A this year, uh, Matt, Matt Mervis's 36 home runs was the most home runs since Chris Bryant set the record with 43, I believe. Wow. Um, yeah, 43 in 2014, so... Yeah, good, good for Matt Mervis. Um, we'll see if he gets a, a look next year. Obviously, he's going to get a look in spring training, and hopefully he makes the team. Uh, it's good for him.
3: Yeah, uh, and it's cool, too, is that a lot of these – big prospects for the cubs they're not all going to come up at one time like they did in yep 20 what would that have been 2015 2014 2015, right around that time. Yeah.
4: 2016 yeah.
3: yeah so like you know pete crow armstrong is still a ways away brennan davis you know we'll see uh should be here
4: next year if yeah everything goes well Matt with his Mervis rehab.
3: hopefully next year and and you have other guys in lower parts of the farm system so hopefully it's it's staggered and it just keeps replenishing itself and Um, you know, thankfully they have done a lot of changes in their farm system scouting because you don't have Jason McLeod there anymore because I don't know what he was doing when he was there. Not for him to be getting Theo coffee.
0: Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
3: Uh, I almost said shaken or stirred. That's bond. Uh, you want cream, Mr. Epstein? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, real quick, uh, before we get to football and then ultimately our, our, our least favorite sports franchise is a discussion, uh, playoff series so far. I am so happy. The Cardinals are out. What a shame. <laughs> the end of the, the Yadi Molina and Albert Pujols. I never have to see or well, we'll definitely hear about them again, but you yep. never have to see them each play again. I'm assuming um, fingers crossed. Uh, and, and that is just me being an unabashed Cubs fan. I know we'll get to uh, glucose's comments later in the worst franchises. We He, he brought up the Cardinals uh, and we'll talk about what he had to say. But um, yeah, so long. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Couldn't couldn't happen to a better franchise. Uh the Blue Jays, uh the Mariners took them out very quickly, which was kind of surprising. I know our, our hockey NHL and Blue Jay correspondent Jake Hahn, took it pretty hard, it sounded like. Uh, but they'll be back next season. I think they have nowhere to go but up with their young core. Um and but really that the before we get to the series that are going on right now, Vinny what was your take on this whole thing with uh the Mets uh Buck Showalter making the umps check Joe Musgrove's ears for a foreign substance?
4: I don't know. He he was he was pitching well against them, so I guess is that a little showmanship to sure. or you know, you know gamesmanship to ch- try to throw him off because that's something you can do now to, you know, delay yeah. him, you know, have him sit there and think a little bit. Um, you know his ear did look a little they funky. were like reddish yeah yeah it looked almost inflamed too but i i don't i don't stare at joe musgrove's ears to know what they very exactly nice look like ears, but they, they were shiny nice, yeah. um and you know that's you know people are, well, why is it so shiny well it's sweaty there's bright lights on it um and if he York, you know yeah. i think was it andrew mccutcheon Came out and said yes. that guys put, they uh, put hot icy hot or, so, or yeah. something along. I, th- I think it was like some icy hot type cream yeah. on their ears to keep, they, you know, they do it to keep themselves mentally locked well, in, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I guess it also went on. So I don't know if it was another player or he went on to say that some guys put them in their jock straps too, God. or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, I I forgot who came out and said that, but I'm pretty sure that was also mentioned by a a player too that they put that, um, yeah down down in their their They're private area. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, uh, I don't, but
3: yeah, I mean whatever. I, we we're talking I about the like spin rate s- being up. It was it and, was elevated that much I know. But
4: everybody's yeah. spin rate's been up, and the all all pitchers have been. It's all it's all been up. His was no bigger percentage increase than any other pitcher in the playoffs. So I, whatever. I mean, I, uh,
3: I, I would like to see if, if this is going to become more prevalent, which maybe it won't, maybe it will. I don't know. But like, if you make a call like that and it's, there's a game, you know, delay because they're checking, I would love to see like, if you're wrong in Buck show Walters case, like what could be the, not alternative, but what could be like the ultimate? I'm like, all right, you made this call. We went out and checked. You were wrong. There is nothing wrong with him. What can they do now to kind of like deter that from just being some gamesmanship? I don't know, because I know in hockey yeah. if you if you do something like that, you get a, a penalty for delay a game. Um, if you, if you make a coach's challenge and you're wrong, you get a delay a game penalty that you have to have somebody serve. So I
0: don't know.
3: Yeah, just, I'm I, just unless curious. I don't know what you do.
4: Yeah, you only get one chance to check, and that's. I it. guess I I don't know for a pitcher, I, and if that's you know, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you can do um, yeah, to deter kinda... that.
3: Well, we'll see. Um in terms of the the games right now, I'm really bummed Seattle lost today. They are down 2-0 to Houston, which uh Zach, if you're still in the chat, I'm I'm pulling for your Mariners. I think they are like the feel-good story of the playoffs so far. Uh Cleveland the Guardians are down 1-0 nothing in the uh Yankee series, which uh I was shocked um What's his name? Uh, Chapman was left off the playoff roster in the Yankees. Yeah. So that's end of an era there. Uh, the Phillies and Braves are tied at one apiece. The Dodgers and Padres are tied at one apiece. I gotta say that the, this Padres team, especially after the way they handled the the checking of the errors, er, errors, 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 errors um, they <laughs> they like, like they remind me of like the White Sox. Like we have some swag. Like don't mess with us. Like, like they're like, uh, like circle the wagons and batting down the hatches kind of team. They're kind of, they're fun to watch too. So
4: I don't the, know. We'll
3: see. Who's that? The Padres just in general.
4: Oh yeah. And that's, that's a good series too, between the Padres and the Dodgers. Yes.
3: So,
2: it's kind yeah, of like a big brother,
3: little brother situation out there in California. Yep. So, yep. uh, Zach writes in, in the chat, I hope the Mariners win the next three games. If not, it was a good run this year. Yeah. You know, Zach, you're right. You got to start somewhere. Uh, they were so close last season didn't make it this season they get over the hump and hopefully next season if they don't make it this year next season they come back and win another wild card spot uh he says dang got some spam in the chat yes i just had to block that person because there was there's some spam in the the chat but uh anyway yeah i I, you know fingers crossed we'll see i would love the yankees guardian series i don't really have a dog in that race I guess I want the Phillies to win just because I want to see Kyle Schwarber win. I, I hate the Dodgers, so I'd like to see the Padres win, and then obviously I can't stand the Houston Astros. Um, so, yep. guess guess I'll go yeah. with the go go with the, uh, the, the I have to go with the Padres there, but not the Padres, Mariners. Sorry. Uh, yep. I got nothing else on baseball. You got anything else, Vinny? I'm I'm good. All right, let's get to some football real quick then
4: manures of the midway where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the chicago bears when you consider the other choices manure is actually pretty refreshing
3: (laughs) and boy oh boy are the bears a load of crap this season holy calvinny you know more about football than i do i know you watch them much more than i do Uh, where do you want to start Well, last week I wasn't able to watch them. Uh, I was listening
4: to the game, and I actually missed most of the second half. Um, I pretty much almost all – I probably listened to maybe 1% of the the second half. Uh, My son wanted to go for a bike ride and then wanted to stop at a park. So um,
3: That was more time better spent, I would agree.
4: Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But they did make their comeback in the – The second half so i i didn't miss that so maybe i was the
3: the reason for their failures uh since i was listening Uh, i don't know i i I think it's more beyond than you i think i don't think you have to worry too much about that but i know that when the
4: game started i was really concerned that was going to be one of their worst games of the season just because justin jefferson seemed like he could do whatever he he wanted to do yep um Uh, But they ended up shutting him down. I I don't think he, I mean, he had his most receptions in his career that game, but he didn't really do too much. I thought he was going to break all sorts of receiving records during that game. So, um, I look at that. Dr. Condon, my son is always wanting bike rides to the park. (laughs) Yep. That my son, too, especially when the weather's nice. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought Justin Jefferson was gonna break all sorts of receiving records that game and they, they ended up shutting him down for the most part, um, for for as good as the Bears could. Um and they you know, Justin Fields did look, you know, looking at the highlights, he looked pretty comfortable um during that game. The Bears offensive line is just complete trash. Um I know the QB school broke them down and at one point um he was he was saying that the center doesn't even know he's playing tackle football right now and then <laughs> Sam Mustafer literally during that play kind of like stands up and is like not running he's like kind of like looking around like uh, who am i supposed to block and then, that whole left side or i think it was yeah the left side with Braxton Jones Lucas Patrick was filling in for Cody Whitehair which is going to be a huge loss for the bears and uh Sam Mustafer, they were all blocking the wrong the everything was wrong on that side. And Sam Mustafer just needs to be on the bench. They need to get <laughs> Lucas Patrick in there um, snapping the ball. Um, and yeah, they, he, they just need to get Sam Mustafer out because he is on skates almost every single play or he is completely lost. Um, but Justin Fields looked more comfortable in the pocket, even though it wasn't as good. Um, he had his best game ever in the NFL. Um and yeah it was it was a really good game. I was really hoping he was going to really build on it against the the Washington Commanders. Um and uh the game it just ended and it was 12 to 7 and he <laughs> What
2: a god awful game. Oh my
3: yeah, god. Yeah, and the
4: the thing was the the Bears had the ball down on the the 5-yard line there with like less than a minute to go and they couldn't convert on fourth and 5. They completed a pass and it only went for it was fourth and four actually. Or, yeah, fourth and four goal if it was on the four-yard line. They only got three yards instead of four. Um, yeah, God, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's just awful. Yeah. And
3: I know we we talked about it before the show started. It's like you want to be able to assess Justin Fields. And like you said very poignantly that, you know, progress is not linear. There's going to be ups and downs. But yep. what complicates it more is the team, the team that he is surrounded with is so bad. Yep. You can't get a good grasp on, like tonight, like that last drive. If he had decent people around him in a line that wasn't a sieve, could they have made something? Would the score have been yeah. 12 to 7? Probably not.
4: Um, yeah. I mean, if they would have tonight, if they would have kicked two field goals in the first half instead of, you know, having a turnover and then right. going for it on fourth and one, if they would have just taken mm-hmm. the points, gotten the points. You know, or you know, even if they would have kicked the field goal instead of going for it, that that would have been it would have been ten to twelve, and then they would have kicked the field goal there at the end of the game, and they would have won thirteen to twelve. Yep. It's just you know, I guess it's being aggressive. People want them to be aggressive, and it backfired. Um, it. My my take is, uh, you don't you don't uh, turn away points. Uh, right. You get points any way you can, but again, this season is for nothing really. Um, they're. They're trying – they're learning how to play football. They're learning how to win. This coaching staff is all young. They're learning how to coach. So if you're going to go for it, go for it. Um, figure out what might work in the future and what doesn't work right. You know, what won't work in the future. So, yeah, the wins and losses don't matter. You want to see progression. The problem is progression isn't linear. Um, one player who is actually surprising me with how well he's been progressing is their rookie, Kyler Gordon um out uh the cornerback he's been playing very well on the outside after having a rough start to the season um first uh like three games uh the last two games have been pretty good he was good tonight um on a, I, I saw him make some plays tonight uh where he looked well so there's going to be progressions you know it would been a great if justin fields would have hit 300 yards you know two touchdowns no interceptions it just didn't happen tonight uh, it wasn't a great game by him by any means. It wasn't It wasn't terrible. It wasn't no. like the Houston game. But if you looked at Hugh, who Houston played last week, they played the Jaguars. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did not have a great game. He had a pitiful game. I think he had two interceptions in that game, no touchdowns thrown. So he also struggled against Houston where Justin Fields did too, right. um, which just I think proves that Houston's actually got a better defense that people give him credit for. Uh, so yeah, it's just
3: that's yeah, it's it's sheer. It, yeah, it is
4: what it is. You know, um, he looked great last week. He looked okay this week. He still looked comfortable in the pocket. He was taking some big hits too tonight, um, which is not what you want to see your, your franchise quarterback doing um which again is to test him into this line not protecting him um they they just got to get better on the line uh before anything and i know last week in the vikings game there were drop passes all around from his receivers and, you know that's what you're dante pettis that's what you're brought in to do is catch the ball if you can't catch the ball then what are you doing on the team um you know and i know a lot of people were giving amir mars marset Mar- uh yes. smith a lot of Crap for yeah. not running out of bounds he's a second year player trying to make a play even justin field said that which was uh you know kudos to him for standing up for his player yeah, he could have easily thrown him out of under the bus um but you know he's a young player trying to make a play against his former team um you know yeah in hindsight yeah he should have you know stepped out of bounds and you know but it, it happens that's what happens with young players so yeah. you know I'm glad the Bears didn't cut him. Um, you know they're going to give him a, another chance. You know, obviously, if he's still making that, you know, makes that mistake again, then yeah, you probably cut him. But you don't cut him after one mistake. And you know he's a he's a rookie. Now you know, veteran does that. Yeah, you probably cut him. You know he should know better. Yeah.
3: Well, um, and it's not so, like they have all these other wide receivers just waiting in line to to step no.
4: up. You know, so. Nikhil Harry's going to be coming back yeah, soon. He true. just came off the the IR, so we'll we'll see. Um, again, it's, it's going to be a struggle. They're going to have bad games, obviously. They're, but I, you know.
0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
4: So it's a young team. They're yep. all learning. They're all they're all being coached up. Hopefully, by the end of the year, there's going to be upside there, and they're going to be playing a lot better. But we'll we'll see. I yeah. I, I yeah. don't have much outside of that. As we'll see. And you know, it was a good game last week tonight. Unfortunately, was a clunker. But you know, teams don't play well on Thursday nights. It would have been nice if this was a Sunday game, yes. um, and they you know had that full week of rest. But they'll. They'll have a full week. Uh, they'll have extra rest coming into next week. So hopefully, I don't know who they play next week. Is it the Cowboys the or Patriots. Patriots? The Patriots? Okay, so that yes. that that will be a good game because the Patriots just shut out the uh, best offense in the NFL on the Detroit Lions. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. That'll be a good test for Fields. I'm sure Belichick will have plenty of stuff oh, up yeah. his sleeve for Justin Fields. So that'll be that'll be an interesting game. So I'm looking forward to that one.
3: That it will, um, yeah. I, I you nailed it. I got nothing else to say. Uh, should we get to something more fun to talk about than Bears football and and hockey and garbage? <laughs> uh, no, we don't need to talk about hockey. The Blackhawks it, is are there, awful. Is
4: That's there good. a mantra for this year? Is there like a like a tank for Tua? Uh, because you were saying there that is, the yes. kid um, is uh,
3: oh tank for. I'm trying to think what what the slogan is. Um, the the player in particular the number one pick that is supposed to be a generational talent uh is named connor bedard and i want to say it was like tank for connor is the the slogan that's going around right that's now a,
4: that's not a good one not come a, on that's unoriginal it,
3: it is i agree the tank for bedard um which we'll uh, have, have don't, the spitball
4: and come out with a better one
3: by next week we'll have something um yeah
4: We'll try to get it trending because yeah, tank for Connor, concussions for Connor. I
3: don't know, you know, something. What was it? Concussions for Connor. I I have no idea. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. We don't need to go that route. Um, Yeah, it's they're really bad. And last night was was I, I I tuned into the game after I was running on the treadmill, and at the like five minutes left in the second period, they had five shots on goal. Granted, they were playing the Avalanche, who are amazing and the former defending Stanley Cup champions, but tonight they play Vegas, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to lose that game too. I think they play them, they're playing them right now, actually, and they are tied 0-0 to going in the second. I am shocked. Oh, look out. Stop the presses. Um, I don't know how many shots they got. How many shots? Wow, they have more, sh- they have 12 shots total good for them so yeah that's we don't even need to get into that maybe next week we'll we'll read uh reintroduce our bulls segment i'm i'm on the bulls bandwagon this season so there you go that's it let's get to the whatever let's go
4: now it's time for whatever 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 you want. whatever i
0: want whatever dude irrelevant whatever dude
3: all right, Vinny, I'm going to throw it to you. If you want to take this over again, go for it.
4: Welcome to whatever. Baseball, and whatever. A-plus. Well done. Hey, there we go. This week, we are counting down or doing top five lists of our least favorite sports franchises that we dislike wholeheartedly um, with every fiber of our being. Uh stop short of hate i guess yes That's not a... uh, yeah i
3: guess hate it hate it you know for something like sports that is so trivial and meaningless in the and, and, and
4: when well i mean hate's an okay word when you're using it against an inanimate object but sure the, the sports franchises there's people behind it there's players and fan Families, bases and yeah and they're not and all I think I, yeah yeah and I think uh, one of the, our uh, someone tweeted out on ours that it's it's not necessarily as you get older the, the franchise, it's more of the fan bases um, that we don't like. So, um, hello, Mr. Locke. Uh, is that John Locke? It's I was going to say, that's the only Locke
3: uh, I know is John Locke from The Office.
4: I mean, Richard Locke, his uh, son, or? I don't know. Something, I, I don't know. Let us know. You um, but, okay. Justin, uh, since Greg's not here, I'll have you kick off your number five of your... All right.
3: Uh, oh, thank you, Locke. Keep doing what you're doing. Great work. Thank you very much. Thank we you. appreciate that. All right. Franchises we can't stand or fan bases we don't like. Um, this one, honestly, if you would have talked to me like 15 years ago, this probably would have been my number one. Oh. Um, but they have dropped to five now just because they are no longer in the division or the conference and we only see them, we... I hate when people do that. The team in question does not see them anymore because they're not in the same uh, franchise, whatever you want to talk, conference. And that is the Detroit Red Wings. Okay. I, as a Blackhawks fan, unabashed, cannot stand the Detroit Red Wings, primarily because as a kid in the 90s, in the early yep. 2000s, when they were god-awful, the Red Wings would come in and just wipe the floor with the Hawks, uh, closest... Um, you know, divisional rival when they were in the division with us and also in the Western Conference before they switched conferences. Um, And also so good. Back-to-back Stanley Cups in the 90s. Sergei Fedorov and Steve Yzerman and... and Brett know, Hall? Brett Hall was on. the Very good, Vinny. Nice pull. Um, yeah? Yeah, they had, you know... That team while, was but,
4: amazing.
3: They were. Now, was that
4: before they had a salary cap? Or what was that deal? Because they had a lot of... Big name players I remember.
3: Yes. The NHL salary cap started with the 0506 lockout. So yeah, they did not have a cap yet then. You could just sign okay. as much as you want. And uh Mike Illich, owner of or was the owner, I don't know who owns them now because he passed away. Also owner of the Detroit Tigers or was the owner of the Detroit Tigers, but Okay. Um and creator of Little Caesars Pizza. That man just keeps giving to everybody. Um
4: a little Caesars isn't that good.
3: He also paid – Uh, it didn't find – it didn't come out until after he died. He paid for um, Rosa Parks' rent for a long time. Interesting. Good yeah, for very, him. Good for him. Very interesting, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I couldn't stand them. And also going back to the fan base stuff, um, the amount of Red Wings fans that would come to Blackhawks games would significantly outnumber Hawks fans in the early 2000s because they were so bad. And the Red Wings fans – the other thing that pissed me off so much is – even if you went to a Hawks game, say that it was like a Thursday night and uh, they – thank you, Locke. Have a great – have a great thank night, you, man. Thank you, Thanks Mr. for coming in. We appreciate it. Um, even when the Hawks were playing on like a Thursday night against, I don't know, the Vancouver Canucks, you would still see all these Red Wings fans come to the game and they would just start shit in the stands all the time. There'd be fights all the time with Hawks and Red Wings fans, even when they really? were Red Wings games. Yes. So – that is my number five. Um, I feel like the like the the peak of that was like when they played at Wrigley, Red Wings, Hawks, and the the Wings beat them. But um, yeah, now not as big of a deal anymore, just because they don't play each other. The Hawks are bad. Yeah. The Red Wings have been bad for a long time. They're on their way. They up have now, been, but yeah, that's my number five. Okay,
4: nice. Nobody now, why did they realign? What's why did they realign them? They
3: realigned, I believe it was when uh, the Atlanta Thrashers relocated back, or not mapped back to, but they relocated and the Winnipeg Jets came back. So the Jets came in, went west, and then Detroit got to go east.
4: Okay. So I believe
3: that was it.
4: All right. Um, okay. I was just curious to that because, yeah, it didn't seem like a good um, realignment for no. them not at all. Um so my number 5 and this was kind of a I mean I had like the first couple locked in and then it's just kind of like, eh, like I, I don't dislike a lot of teams and also I don't go to a lot of games um t- to like really have a feeling of fans sure. and other you know people's fans and stuff like that. But number 5 for me is uh da- the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Only because they're
3: it's America's team. They're talk
4: that's exactly (laughs) well why where when i it was done before i was born but why do they get that title as america's team they haven't they haven't won a playoff game since what the 90s i mean geez the bears have gone to the super bowl before the the cowboys have even won a playoff game that's That's pretty pathetic um so i don't i don't get that whole mantra the america's team because they think I liked them when Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders yes. were on the Cowboys like I really liked that team that was one of my favorite NFL teams of all time um but still America's team really the Dallas Cowboys is Not it because anymore. they're Cowboys and they have a but they're still called that they're, yes, they're they they call that every yes, week they and they get the primetime games because they're America's team and they're they're o- always overrated I feel like but they're also playing agree. well this year but they're just yeah I don't Whatever number five is because I don't get it. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, I don't get it.
3: Uh, yeah, I you know, I I feel like I come and go. Jerry Jones as an owner it seems like he would drive me nuts if I was a Cowboys fan. But from an outside, he's perspective, their GM too. Yes, he is. I kind of like him. Like I, he's kind of crazy and goofy. But and I don't know. Maybe he's some horrible human being. I don't know. But um, kind of like him. Dak Prescott, I I kind of like. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're they're not anything major to write home about. Yeah. yet they still carry that persona from the nineties. Like
4: I, I I don't yeah and I don't hate the team. I just hate that American yeah yeah that, that mantra the America's team. Like what? I don't Dallas Cowboys
3: really. Yeah. I. I like their color scheme, if we're going to get into, like, the graphic yeah, design. Yeah, I, I like that, too. But their logo I like... is boring as hell. Yeah. The star. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. That's just me. But, yeah. Give me give me Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith any day. Um, but, yeah. Troy
4: Aikman's overrated.
3: Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Him and uh, Joe Buck, though, you know, they're doing their ESPN thing now, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that's an interesting number that's an interesting number five though i think it's a good number five i i like it i like it. all
4: right thank you do you have a number four justin i do just one or two
3: no just one i do have three okay. honorable mentions but we'll get to those okay. at the end we don't need to get to those now um my on my number four we're sticking in the nhl um just because that's my besides baseball that's my my sport i focus on but Um, With the Red Wings moving out of the conference, another team had to kind of take that divisional rival role that was always kind of just on the back burner, and that is the St. Louis Blues. Um, I do not like them. good one. They play a – well, well, they did win the Stanley Cup and then a little bit different, but they play a very physical game. Kind of like for a while it felt like they were cheap shot artists all the time. Dirty, yes, Mm -hmm. and I don't like dirty hockey. I don't like dirty players. Uh, I'm all for physical, but cheap shots and crap yep. like that—I can't stand that. And in the Hawks, I know they are not—they are not innocent either. They've—they've they've done things um as well. But yeah, that, I, there was a game. I want to say it was like Easter Sunday. This would—this would have been like maybe 2010, because I—I we still lived in oakland at the time. I might have still lived at home. I don't know. Um, but I remember it was, like, Easter Sunday or Easter weekend, and, like, they were just taking pot shots. And this was when the Hawks were really good and getting ready. They were amping up for another playoff run because it was April, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the end of the game, like, it was just a full-out, like, line brawl. Like, people, they were guys were fighting really? left and right. They were throwing, you know, haymakers because I think the Hawks finally had enough. Um, and, like, it was exciting to watch as a meathead hockey fan. But, yeah, I, I just – I don't like – they've always just seemed like cheap shot artists. They have a bunch – they've had players that – um, not not real big fans of, and yeah, I just I, I don't I don't like them, and and maybe it's a St. Louis thing too. I love the city of St. Yeah. Louis. Like when I've gone there, I've had nothing but fun. But they're, they're franchises, I'm not a fan of. So, okay, see so there you go. I can Number see four. that.
4: St. Louis they Pools. popped into my head when i was Today. coming up with this list. yeah but i'm not you know i'm not the big hockey, hockey guy and, but that was like I, gosh I, if i could pick a hockey one that was the like one. the one that popped up
3: yeah and, and i mean to their credit they've stepped up they are definitely a bigger rival now than the red wings um and there yep. was that short period of time where the hawks and blues were both very good and there was a couple good playoff series i think the blues knocked them out one year i don't remember nashville so, the predators yeah. the nashville the predators also go yep. up there a little bit not because I don't care about them but like the, all their crap that you know trying to keep um Hawks fans from going to Nashville, yep. to go to the games and restricting credit card zip codes and all that crap too but Yep. Uh but the Nashville has never won a cup and isn't going to anytime soon. So uh that is my number 4, the St. Louis Blues. Nice. Uh
4: my number 4 again, it's kind of like my number 5 like I don't really hate them. Although they got a player on there I don't like. Um but it is the New York Yankees. Oh um, who's the player? I, I think like? that was Josh Donaldson.
3: Oh, he's such a tool. <laughs> such a tool.
4: Yes. Um but and he's Canadian too, right?
3: Ah, Isn't he? I, he might be. I know he played for the Which New would League
4: be days. just like a real slap in the face to all Canadians.
3: He's, no, he is from Pensacola, Florida.
4: Oh, okay. Well that, that also
3: also makes sense.
4: Yeah um but yeah, yes it's Santa I, Scott, I'm guessing. right <laughs> um but yeah the new york yankees don't like them and that that's more of growing up and watching a lot of espn and the, yes. the fawning over the yankees and they are probably um they have one of the the second most overrated player in uh baseball history uh Behind Yadir Molina's Derek Jeter. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I, I think the, you know, the, you know, they also have this, you know, Aurora and Mystique about them, you know, the Yankees and everything like that. You know, they're, they would be America's team in baseball, I feel like is what, you know, if that was a mantra in, uh, you know, baseball, that's what, that's what they the title they would get. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really, you know, what, what I think once Carrie Wood, was pitching for the Yankees, I started rooting for him yeah. you know, just to oh, see Kerry yeah. Wood get a World Series. And Larry Rothschild was their pitching coach, That's and coach. I was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, he's got coach, ties yeah. to the Cubs and stuff like that." And you know, I haven't really in the past you know since I think A Rod left um, really you know cared either way if yeah. the Yankees won or lost. Um, so yeah, the the New York Yankees come in at number four for me, but you know, not again, not really a hated thing. Obviously, their fan base, there's pockets of morons there. Yes. It's a big fan base. So, yes, there's going to be bigger pockets than than most fan bases. Um, but, yeah, I, I haven't really encountered a lot of Yankees fans to say, God, they're, they're awful. No, but.
3: I, the, the Yankees were one of my honorable mentions. Um, okay. And I think similar to what you said, the Yankees now, do I really care about them? No. Will I actively root against them? Probably not. The Yankees yeah. in the '90s, when they just won year after year, and Steinbrenner would just spend, and I don't even know if it was that I disliked them, but it was more, or maybe more like a jealousy, like why can't the Cubs yeah. be like this? Um, I mean, market uh, team. Yes, I mean, and, and, I mean, technically though, they did make the greatest signing ever, which was to make George Costanza their assistant to the traveling secretary. Yes, so. um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah like uh, the, those 90s teams you know danny tartable and in, in uh, uh uh rivera is their closer like i was like oh yeah. god and i think for me once alex similar to what you said once a rod left i kind of like all right that's the last one like i can't stand a rod so yeah um once he left i was like ah all right and now they have josh donaldson who i also can't stand but uh the 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 whole like shaving your mustache and clean shaven, like i think yeah. that's so antiquated but whatever if they do it they're getting you know what yep. though? i'll be honest if someone gave me a million dollars and said don't shave i'd say okay that's fine that'd be easy you or don't if they shave say, anyways or or start yes that's true that's true actually <laughs> i haven't shaved all week vinnie you can't you'd can't be the say. perfect yankee i would be they'd never know they yeah. never know um uh, uh sidebar i thought it was funny uh in the media center the other day we got a box of new books and derek jeter is now a children's author he has written three or four novels all about his childhood as a baseball player. So I I, I will send some out to you. Figure uh, <laughs> when when Will starts to read chapter books, it'll be the perfect book for him.
4: I'm I'm okay. Maybe He's a got,
3: fire starter. His his, his <laughs> good kindling for the fireplace this winter. All right. Uh, his first book is called The Contract, and it's all about him being in like high school, signing his contract with the Yankees. <laughs> Yes, so there you go. I think that's a great number four, though, Vinny. I think you nailed it, so. Thank you. You're welcome. Justin, number three. All right, for me, this was one, um, no more hockey. We've we've jumped out of the hockey stuff, finally. Okay. Um, This is one, a team that I actually genuinely really liked as a kid. I followed them. I liked a lot of their players, Um, but now I'd say in the last, for four years, they have jumped way high as a team that I root against every chance I get. Now and that is the Houston Astros. Hey, that's my number three. Is it your number three? All right, <laughs> yes, it three. is. So uh, I- I'm sure we've talked about this. as a kid one of the little league teams I played on was the Astros. So I feel like any little league team I played on, I also played on the Padres, which I still love the Padres to this day. Um, and. Craig Craig Biggio was their second baseman. I played second base. Craig Biggio is still one of my favorite baseball players of all time. Killer Beast. Bagwell, I really liked. Uh Lance Berkman, eh, okay. Shane Reynolds was one of their pitchers. Really liked him. Derek Bell. Um Brad Osmus is their catcher for a while. They won mm-hmm. the well, they lost the 05 World Series too, but um really liked some the killer, the whole Killer Bees thing, really loved. But uh For me, it started first off. I hate their uniforms now. I do not like Mm -hmm. the orange and blue, whatever that doesn't matter. But the cheating scandal like, once that happened, I was out. There was no going back. And if they would have just taken it on the chin and said, Yes, we were wrong, We're, we're sorry, we, you know, do a mea culpa and kind of move on. Yeah. But the fact that they kept doubling down, their owner doubled down, their GM doubled down. Yep. I feel like A.J. Hinch was the only one that got out of that, like, kind of feeling remorseful a little bit. Yeah, But even him, he said he knew what he was doing and he wasn't happy. He broke some TVs but didn't didn't stop it. Yeah, but, okay, um, yeah, big deal. And, and, like, I'll be honest, like, I still – now if Carlos Correa becomes a cup next year, will I finally get over it? Yes. Do I like him now? Eh, you know. But – um. Yeah. And was it George Springer that was like actively looking himself up on Twitter and like going after fans that were talking shit about him? I can't remember. Yeah. It was Springer or Bregman? Springer, maybe? I think it was Springer. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, I just, I can't stand it. And I can't stand that the fan base doesn't defend it. it. They defend it. Like, they don't, yeah. they're not like, oh, yeah, that was wrong. They actively defend it. At least the Astros fans I've talked to and known on Twitter and gotten to know yes. them a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a shame because, like I said, as a kid, I, I loved their, their blue and gold, the blue and gold Astros before they switched to the red. Um, but, yeah, like I can't stand – cannot stand – and I also don't like – I don't like Minute Maid Park, but um, cannot stand that franchise or organization. And, you know, I like Dusty Baker, and it pains me to see him trying to write the ship because I feel like he deserves better, but uh, – yeah. Yeah, that's my number three. I, I'm very curious. What about you? Why why the dislike for the Houston Astros?
4: Yep, same thing. the The whole cheating scandal. The the not admitting what they did was wrong. Their fans, all they say is, "Well, look at other teams were cheating." Well, there's no there's no evidence of that. Sure, you have rumors from players that think other teams were sure. cheating, but there is no physical evidence. evidence. That other teams were doing it. You had the Yankees, I think, with the smartwatches, or it was Boston. That was all handled and taken care of or whatever. And then you had this whole cheating, this this whole system that the Houston Astros had. And, yeah, the fact that nobody took any responsibility for it, it was ridiculous. The whole, I guarantee you, I mean, well, I guess I can't guarantee, but the whole thing with uh, Altuve, yeah, you know, not not wanting because he had a bad tattoo. Like, I don't yes. know who's buying don't that buy except that. the Houston Astro fans. Like, if you really had that embarrassing of a tattoo, I, I'm, I highly doubt it that you would. Like no, don't take my like, don't rip my shirt off because of that. Like you would have been jumping around. Who you would be like? Who cares? In the moment, you wouldn't even thought about it. Yeah, who cares about a goofy looking tattoo? I just hit a walk off home run. Like jumping around celebrating, you wouldn't have cared about that. But you, he had a buzzer on him. Come on, we all know he had something on him. Trash
3: cans. I thought it was hysterical. The Seattle – oh, God. It was like the Seattle Waste Management Office or whatever their, like, Department of Waste Management in Seattle. They tweeted out, and I retweeted it. It's like, hey – or Seattle – it was the Seattle Parks Administration, I think. They're like, hey, everybody, we just want to remind you that trash cans are for disposing your waste. Don't be like the Astros. And then it had, like, the big – and it was, you know, before the game started on yep. whatever the other game one started, I'm like, that's awesome. But yeah, like, I feel like that franchise is never going to shake that, at least for the foreseeable future. And I think it's funny, yep. like on, on sports radio, there's some, some hosts will be like, all right, it's over, whatever. But like, no, I'm like, y- nothing happened to them. Yep. The players were not found, you know, nothing really happened. The ownership, you know, got a couple of guys lost their jobs, but that was it. Like there was no, yep. no big thing. So.
4: Yep. But, yeah, it's 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 just that whole cheating scandal just, like, put up real sour. And just the fact that their fan base Mm -hmm. is just complete morons and boobs when it comes to, like, the cheating scandal. The fact that they point fingers at other franchises who were never found guilty. Uh, The Astros were found guilty by MLB. And then they point their fingers at other organizations. Like, I I got into it with uh, – some some people in the fan base and they're like well the brewers players said that the colorado rockies were banging on the bench to to give away pitches well the brewers the brewers beat the rockies in that series i remember Mm -hmm. watching it they handled them well i'm like there's no way they were cheating um but yeah it's just you know they like to point the finger at everybody else and not be like, yeah, we cheated. That was pretty was bad. Wrong. But hey, yeah. we're still a good franchise. Like, you could make that argument. Like, yeah, we cheated and won a World Series, but we've been competitive ever since, which yes. they have been. And yes. um, you can say that. And I think that's a, a thing that kind of just like, it's, you know, it's, it sucks. Like, you would hope that a team that would cheat to win would just go. Be nothing but they're still yeah. around every off season and it's just like it's annoying too it, because yeah, their fans I, are like well look at us we're great yeah. even, even though we cheated so yeah it, it's really
3: bumming me out that they're up to nothing on the on the mariner series but, yeah uh, i don't know i mean if they, they are have they are a good to come team. back I, I, it's gonna be tough but we'll see yeah hope, i'm hoping the mariners will will be around they will just have to have some sustained success going forward we'll see Hopefully. um yeah, jose Altuve is another one too like i really liked him second base shorter guy like me like i was like yeah and then and then you know like you said with everything with the my tattoo is bad and and the buzzer and all that i'm just like yeah. you know get take a hike so
4: yeah. all right uh moving on justin
3: your number two my number two i i think we we might be in similar situations my number two be. is the green bay packers hey hey, hey. all right uh, real quick before I get to that, though, uh, Glucose says, I am a fan of Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker on the Astros. Those guys weren't on the team during the cheating. I think I think Glucose, you're right. I think that's what it's going to take is once the, the few more years when all those guys are gone,
1: mm-hmm. I think
3: then I'll be kind of okay. I still won't like the ownership group because that guy was a smug bastard from when he was being interviewed. Yeah. I don't remember what his name was. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. You, you can't hold the blame on the people that are coming in afterwards, but I feel like it still is like a black cloud that hangs over their head. All yep. Right, my number two, similar to you, the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I, I. It's very hard to say how much I dislike a franchise. They are way up there, and I think, yes, part of it is they are the Bears' rival. But let's be realistic in our in both of our lifetimes, Vinny. Besides two thousand six, and maybe like 03 and maybe a couple, one or two years here and there, it's not even a rivalry as much as it's a like beatdown. Uh yep. yeah, so so that's the first aspect. Number two, I cannot stand Brett Favre. I did not yep. like him as a football player. I did overrated. not like him when he was sending dick pics to people unsolicited, and I certainly as hell didn't like him when that story broke a couple weeks ago about him, you know, using the money from Mississippi welfare to get his daughter's college yep. a new football state or volleyball stadium, and the fact that he is also one that won't just say I was wrong and like yep. like digging deeper so can't stand him uh Aaron Rodgers I really liked Aaron Rodgers probably like 10 years ago like I I don't he was just so good and I was jealous that he wasn't a bear um but like he's done this transformation like he's just kind of a really strange dude now and I'm like "Eh, I'm good I we're good I don't need him anymore his girlfriend has come out says she's part of a coven and she's a witch which is kind of strange um and I know there was always the thing about like him with his family was estranged. And, you know, he, I always thought, Oh, that poor guy, his family must be so weird. Yeah. I'm starting to think it's not the family. I'm thinking it might be everybody. It might be, be, everybody. It it might, might be the, both. Or they might all be insane. I don't know. But, um, Could be. yeah, that, you know, there, there have been Packers that I've liked. Like I did like Reggie white growing up. He was, a mm-hmm. was he offensive lineman defensive lineman? Yep. Okay. I liked him. Um, Randall Cobb, I thought, was a really good receiver when he was on the team. He's still with the He's Packers. He's still with the team. Sorry. Yeah. Antonio <laughs> Brooks, maybe that's who I am. No, Dorsey Levens. Do you remember Dorsey Levens? Running yep. back? Okay. I liked him. So there's been a Donald few. Donald Driver. Yes, Donald Driver. There's been a few pockets here and there. Um, Yeah, I can't. I can't stand it. And I think, too, like, obviously spending time in Wisconsin to see you guys and see my family, you're just inundated with Packers stuff all over. Yeah. It's like mm. oh my god! It's like a religion up there. It really know? is. It really is. And it's and the I'm, it's the
4: yeah. one sport sporting apparel you can wear to any sporting event and be accepted. Yeah, like you can go to Bears game and wear Packer stuff, and people will be like, "Oh, that's great!" Like if you did that <laughs> at a Bears game, people, like Cubs and Sox fans be like, "What the hell's wrong the
3: hell's with wrong you?" With like you? Yeah. we're at a baseball game. I I almost said you were. I thought you were going to say you could wear Packers. You know memorabilia to like any family gathering, whether it's like a baptism of, uh, Oh, I'm a, sure you can a, do that. I'm... A funeral a wake, a birthday party, all the above. I so. would
4: not put that past anybody to do.
3: Badgers season I... two, probably, but yeah, yeah. You, yeah, there you see
4: some green gold there. It's yeah. oh, a lot of red, but you still, red, yeah, still some people that have yeah, green gold. So
3: I just, I don't, I can't. Yeah. I, I know as a joke, my sister, when they gave us a box of old clothes uh, for Maddie, from our, our nieces who are older now they let they threw in like a packers jersey and i'm like no she's this is really petty but i'm like no she's not wearing this like no sorry and, and yeah. i and i am out of the th- out of me you and greg i am probably the least bears fan out of all of us like i mm-hmm. i i watch them but it's like a hate watching kind of thing but yep. i still like even my bears fandom is so low like i still just actively dislike the packers to a very high degree. there you go so there you go what about what about you what
4: Uh for me uh, it's yeah I used to hate everything about the Packers um and I would be you know full on meathead would not, you know not want to be around any fans um but you know actually the fan base isn't really that bad they give no. me a lot of crap but I mean yeah. you know the, the you know people that I do know friends that I have um give me a lot of crap for being a Bears fan which yeah rightfully so I mean the Bears have been bad um the the guitar riff for the go pack go chant is absolutely obnoxious um i i I cannot think of another guitar riff that is the worst guitar riff in the history of music other than that um and the fact that that's their chant i've been at lambo when that's gone off and it's it's even worse in person um, that guitar riff, I can't wait till this franchise is a bottom feeder because Aaron Rodgers left and they're no longer competitive mm-hmm. and it's they coming. have that. I hope it's coming. They're going to, yeah, they're going to have that goofy guitar riff, um, that, and they have a song. I don't know if you knew this, but they have a song that's called the Bears still suck. So no, Packer, the of Packers it. have a. I, I don't, you know, I don't think it's the. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure the person that wrote the song was probably a Packers owner because they all have their oh. little certificates that
3: <laughs> don't say bring that because they will talk to you all about that. Yes. too.
4: <laughs> they, they, they own part of the franchise. And they I, I love do, the ones do that do put that in
3: like their Facebook and Twitter bio, like yes. partial owner of the Green Bay Packers. I'm like, but great. You have, a, you piece have a piece of paper. That's it. Yep.
4: Um, but yes, there is a song, and you can find it on YouTube. I'm sure that, uh, and I've had this sense. To me, this is why I know this from Packer fans. That, but they have a song. The Bears still suck. It is very obnoxious, and it's very pathetic and petty. For a fa- the Bears don't, for, from my knowledge, the Bears don't have an anti-Packers song. That's played when the Packers aren't playing the Bears and they lose because I I get that from when uh when, when the Bears had the double doink I had that sent to me as a song and yeah it's 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 obnoxious to listen to it's even worse than the guitar riff but it's the fact that the they have that song as a way to say hey the the. The Bears still suck, and they have a song for that. It's one thing to say, "Hey, your team sucks; they lost in the playoffs," which is kind of pathetic to do, anyways. When I would love for bear them fans to get were in making fun of the Packers losing. for losing to the Forty Nine ers last year. It's like, come on, guys! Like, they they made it to the NFC. Yeah. You know, they they made it further than the Bears did. Like, I don't think we have really any room to stand and point and laugh. Uh, but the fact that they have a song that they can play to make themselves feel better that the bears lost in, you know, being further in the playoffs than them is pretty sad and pathetic for a franchise. Um, with that being said, I, my wife is a Packer fan. Um, and I do have to say that, you know, I I admitted to her that some of my, my hatred for the Packers is jealousy of how successful they've been in my lifetime. Um, if, You know, if it were reversed, I probably wouldn't have the Packers on my list because I wouldn't care. Yeah, They would probably be number five or, you know, just because of the rivalry. But I really wouldn't care if they you know, the Bears were that successful against the Packers.
3: Can we we talk about, too, how just one year your mom just decided to go from being a Bears fan to a Packers fan?
4: That's because of Jay Cutler. She Uh, didn't like Jay Cutler.
3: Well, I hate Jay Cutler. Well, I dislike Jay Cutler, too, but...
4: But I yeah. I yeah I don't know we'll have Smoky to check Jake. in on that if she still feels strongly cuz she liked Aaron Rodgers a lot so we'll see yes. if she still has those same feelings for her but yeah but I, I know my, I my she's not a big in-law. football fan anyway no. she couldn't she couldn't name two players on that team outside of Aaron Rodgers if you would say Aaron Rodgers you can't mention can't Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers or Randall Cobb she couldn't name even one person yeah, on that team so right.
3: I know my other brother-in-law Jake uh the, the the one the only other brother in law I have that's not on a podcast with us, uh, he was trying to get Maddie to say go pack go last time he was out here, and I'm like no 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 we're not we're not we're not doing that, yeah we're not doing that we're not rolling out the barrel as a brew for brewers we're not doing yeah any, no we're no, not no doing any of that crap so, all right, I'm Justin, guessing we have the same last one too.
4: I'm guessing we have the same number one.
3: All right, should we go uh, on the count of three? One two three. The Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. Yes. The best fans in baseball. Not really. Um, you no. Know, they are a train wreck. All right. Where do we begin on the Cardinals, Vinny? I don't even know where to start.
4: I mean, you just started it, Justin. The BFIB, the best fans in baseball. When you have a fan base that claims to be the best at anything, you automatically are the worst fan base. The fact that <laughs> you think you have some sort of claim on any other fan base in your, your sport is just absolutely ridiculous. What makes you a better fan than some other fan oh, base but like it's the the cardinal way, Vinny. They have a that's button. another another thing. The the cardinal way what is the cardinal way?
3: Cheat. Hack into other teams uh from right. Computers. They, yeah, yeah, they
4: cheated too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I <sighs> yeah, it's it's that's you know, I, I think it's funny whenever, you know, in Chicago baseball, obviously for those that listen that don't live in Chicago, um, it, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I feel like Cubs fans don't really care about White Sox, at least in my, um, understanding in my, my experience. And and as a Cubs fan, I don't really care what the White Sox do. I mean, I'll watch White Sox games just because it's baseball, um, and the only time I really care about what White Sox do is when the Cubs play the White Sox and well the interleague I guess but um, you know I feel like mm-hmm. there's a there's a there's a section of White Sox fans that really care about the the Cubs fans and and want to be vocal about the Cubs And then whenever I run into those groups I'll, I'll be like, you know I don't care what you guys do the Cardinals are what matters to me because they mm-hmm. are our biggest division rival and it's just like you said that they, they always find a way to to crawl to the top their their management i tony the russa as a as a cardinals manager back in the early 2000s Mm -hmm. or early aughts whatever you want to call him i could not stand him he him and dusty baker there's one of the games where they're yelling at each other across the dugouts and stuff like that was prime prime rivalry um you know Albert Pujols. Yes, I will admit he was good, but I could not stand him when he was really good. The first go around with the Cardinals, Mike I Matheny, know. another Cardinals manager, a guy that just had a face you wanted to punch. Like he just seemed like such a stroke. Um, I, I could go up and down the line. We talk about them trying to hack into other front offices, you know, computers and
4: Yadier Molina.
3: Yadier Molina. There's the 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 photo of him with the so much pine tar the the ball stuck to his yeah his spider tech his, probably his, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I will I will give them credit. They are a very good fr- in terms of actual ability. They always come out on top. Very mm-hmm. unlikable. I do like their their stadium was very nice. The new Bush Stadium was nice, but um, it's boring. It's the whole the yeah,
4: city's boring.
3: The city museum's pretty cool. I'll give them that, but
4: it's dangerous too. It just it got is. voted the most dangerous uh, city in the United Chicago States. Chicago
3: was recently voted best place to live again. Yeah,
4: I, look you at know, that. I
3: feel like Chicago gets such a bad rap. There's, there's crime in all major cities, but anyway, I don't don't need to go on that diatribe. Um, yeah, I I just don't like them as as yep. a as a franchise. They're just they make my skin crawl. I don't like them. I don't know what else do you want to say about the Cardinals that I'm. I think you said
4: here? I think you said pretty much everything. But yeah, it's just it, for me, it's the fan base. Once you yes. you claim yourself as being the best fans in baseball, and he, and a lot of them are you know. Uh, the ones that are vocal on Twitter are just Morals. dirt. Like, yeah. the you know, the things they say to some of the players, it's like, where do you get off? And yeah. the fact that you think – if you were the truly the best fans of baseball, you wouldn't have any of these pockets of degenerates roaming around. Um, but, yeah, I, I digress. And if you were also the best fans of baseball, you'd stay for an entire playoff game <laughs> you
2: wouldn't leave. That was a great um, photo, yeah.
4: Yeah, I, so, uh, yeah, I – I despise that franchise. I dislike the majority, probably, I could probably say probably 90% of that fan base. Um, I've, a
3: lot of the interactions I've seen on Twitter and, you know, some of the people we work, not work with, but talk to and associate with, like the guys on CHGO. And, and I know our guy, Cody Del Mendo, he has been going hard at mm-hmm. Cardinals fans uh, lately, but... Um, some of the some of the fans on Twitter that come out of the woodwork, like especially with the whole cardinal way thing, it's like if you don't fit into this box of what they define a cardinal player, right they don't watch you and they're very vocal and and sometimes it's like,, mm, is it not the cardinal way or is it something else? I don't know, but uh it's it's just it's ridiculous and I, and I know the text you sent me this morning about I chose violence when I sent out the thing about uh Better luck next year from Happy Gilmore for right. Cardinals fans, but uh, yeah, it was it was great to see them lose. And, and I know, I know, we'll get to Zach's comment about he he liked a lot of their players and stuff. And I totally get that. I think this is really, really a Chicago thing, a really heated Chicago thing, just because they're they're the biggest fan base that we deal with on a regular basis. And um, as a Cubs fan, as a White Sox fan, you don't really probably give two shits about the Cardinals, but uh, no, yeah. So there you go. That's my number
4: one. Was the uh, the one more thing that I'll add to my dislike was the uh, the outfielder that the they honored Oscar Tavares Tavares. Yes. That was uh, he was drunk and died did, in a car crash, yep. and they honored him. I I thought that was I think. Did well, he, did
3: he kill someone else too, or no? He did.
4: Yes, yeah, I think someone was him. in the car with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, it was pathetic weird, and yeah. disgraceful but i yep. think tony was the manager at the time if uh i'm not mistaken but maybe that was past uh 2014 when was tony's Did uh 2012
3: i don't remember okay so
4: maybe it was Matheny. Matheny. well it was which still, also
3: mm, apart for the court yeah sure, it doesn't
4: so. yeah it doesn't matter but yeah the the fact that they wore a patch with his initials on it and You know, if he had died in one, and he wasn't, you know, he had died from a drunk driver hitting him. totally. That's something different. The fact that he was drunk and hit and killed somebody else and himself, and they're honoring him him. him was very weird and I think disrespectful to the person that, yeah, yeah, that that uh, that lost somebody. So yeah, that was another thing that really kind of like I, I think about that every once in a while. It's like they really did that. Like that's that's pathetic
3: yeah zach in the chat says yikes yeah with honoring a drunk driver yeah i i remember when that happened you know i i can almost understand if they want to do something in house or something smaller on an outward scale but if maybe in the clubhouse like hey he was still our our teammate and we were friends with him and we want to honor him in some way okay fine i get that but the The big production they made of it, yeah and it's like ah, uh, this doesn't feel good i don't I don't know, well it didn't then, feel good
4: to anybody else except the b f i b
3: except the cardinals fans and and that's the other thing too is similar to the astros i from what I recall, it's been a while, and I wasn't on Twitter back then, but like I remember reading about like cardinals fans defending that too, and it's like, uh, guy, this is not the hill that's to a bad die hill on. to die on that's yeah. not the hill to to plant your flag on, nope, yeah, no, so. Well, I I was curious if we'd have at least a couple in common, and we definitely yeah. did, Vinny. We definitely did. Top three, did.
4: yeah, and and I think the the bottom, the last two, were kind of just like, yeah, we'll Locked put in. them. Put them there, yeah. It was just yeah. like when I was like, well, yeah, I would was, throw them in there. When
3: I built my list, I'm like, oh, well, I have like my top three is already nailed. and then I Oh, yeah. The last two, so.
4: I, I, I almost switched out the Astros and the Packers, but the more I thought about the Packers, I'm like, yeah, they got that goofy song against the Bears yeah. and the guitar riff. I think I'm going to have to keep them where they're at. Yes.
3: I, I think th- we might be a little bit Chicago meatball right there, but I think we are justified uh, in the last so. two. so. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions before we get to the, uh, the writers?
4: No, I mean, no, I, no, no. <laughs> I, I was thinking about, I was trying to think like, uh, you know, European soccer, being a Manchester United fan, but more of I, you know, I haven't, I've kind of fallen out of, you know, being as into that as I was. And, Really, more or less, it's more just jealousy that, you know, yeah. Manchester City and Chelsea – Chelsea used to be a big one when I was really into because they were really good. But more so, it's like, with Manchester City, it's just jealousy at this point that they're really good and can spend and sure. get good coaches. And the United's just kind of – since uh, Sir Alex Ferguson left, haven't really done much. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Gotcha. Uh, the only ones I had – I mentioned the Yankees when you did um... – Yep. Mets, Mets fan base drives me insane. That's well documented. I don't need sub Jack Louisville
4: guys it, on it, Disney it on the subjective.
3: Rocks. Yes, yes, there are some really good Mets fans that we've interacted and gotten to know, and, and they're awesome. So I, I that's why it was just an honorable mention. I, I'm like, nope, they're not in my top five. There's more groups that I dislike, and then lastly, the Dodgers. They're just the Yankees of the West. I, you know, I'm. I think it's more jealousy. They, they consistently throw money at people, whether yeah. it's going to work or not. Dave Roberts is, in my opinion, he's a great manager. So that drives yep. me nuts too that they have him. But uh, that was the only other ones I could think of. Oh, so
4: another thing for the Cardinals, aren't they Don the Yankees of the Midwest? Yeah. Which I don't yeah. get that they don't I, spend. They
3: don't, they don't spend like no. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, Do they I ever spend? Remember. I don't ever remember being a big not, spending team. Not really? I mean, they're not bottom feeders, but they're not they're not spent into the the brim either. So yeah.
4: I don't know. Whatever.
3: Another reason to dislike them. They don't have to spend money. Uh, You want me to take the first one? Sure. All right. Uh, Margie writes in. She said, I would like to nominate the Bills Mafia as the best fan base all Mm, around the country. I know that wasn't the topic, but I'm part of the Bills Backers San Antonio chapter, and they pack the anchor bar every time. Yeah, the Bills Mafia –
0: do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303 292 9992, now in Lowry or downtown.
3: That's fun. Seems intense, like jumping yeah. off, breaking tables, and, and all that. Like, I, I don't know if I'd do it, but they're not hurting anybody. Well, no, but themselves, I guess. You
4: don't, don't see know. anything uh, negative come out about that fan no. base. So, no. Yeah, so, it it and, definitely seems like a good party.
3: I am pulling for them um, from afar, hoping that they do well. I'd like to see them win a Super Bowl someday. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, Margie.
4: Greg writes in. I'm guessing this is Greg,
3: your My buddy? friend Greg, yep. Okay, Oh well,
4: uh, I'll leave out the obvious, or the obvious out Cardinals, but every Philadelphia team, yep, screw them and their <laughs> awful fans from throwing snowballs at Santa to cheering opposing players being injured. They're just terrible. Yeah, I forgot that they're the fan base that they, uh, they booed and threw snowballs at it's poor Santa. Santa
3: Claus. Yeah, I you know, I don't mind the Flyers too much just because I liked their logo growing up but uh the eagles i don't care the phillies i don't really care Seventy 76ers i've had no i i constantly forget they're even a, friend, a team like allen <laughs> iverson is about all i know about the 76ers so but yes i know they the they did boo Uh, Santa Claus Santa Claus he they are on their naughty list from now on so yes Uh, our guy Zach who is still in the chat I believe thank you Zach for listening he said I think the Cardinals are pretty cool I wouldn't say I hate them but right now the Astros aren't the cool ones because they are playing the Mariners in the divisional series back to the Cardinals though how can you hate Goldschmidt, Arenado, Pujols, and Yachty I I, yes I I don't think we definitely can't deny that they were and are good players depending on which ones Um, I think it comes from a little bit of jealousy um, yeah, I, I, I think yeah, I don't, I, it, I, I don't so. dislike
4: Goldschmidt, Arenado, or Pujols. The only reason I didn't like Pujols is because he kept taking away the batting titles from Derek Lee. I think Derek oh, Lee was up for right. triple. Yeah. He was he was almost gonna win was the triple 05, crown. I, I, I think oh five. Yeah, and I think Pujols had like slugging. I think over him, and yeah, so he didn't. Or What is the triple crown? It's uh average average RBI's, RBIs
3: and. On base? No. Slugging?
4: No. slugging. Uh, Arby's? RBIs?
3: Home runs. Yeah. I,
4: I, home runs. Home runs, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think he had the home run over Derek Lee. So, yeah. it was, yeah, it was yeah, so frustrating. It's like, gosh, if he could just be better than him, Pujols, go away. And, yeah, I just couldn't. And Spot on. Yeah, th- that was kind of my despise for Pujols. But I realize he was a great hitter. But oh, Yachty yeah. is just, I don't like him because he's overrated and he's kind of a baby.
3: Yes. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Uh, I liked his brothers. I liked Benji and, um, who was the other? Jose Molina? Benji and Jose Molina? Benji Molina. Benji Molina, I know. And then he had, there was another catcher, too. Was there another one? Uh, Zach says, why should the Cardinals spend money on talent when they can get the Rockies to pay them to take Nolan Arenado? Yes. Yes. And he also said he has a few Derek Lee baseball cards, too. Derek Lee is, I got one. He was one of my favorites. Um, and that would have been when I was in, like, uh, college, I think. Yeah, college when he was when he was on the team. So, uh, good call there. Um, next one. Uh, oh, that's you. Sorry, Vinny. Go ahead. Oh,
4: Karen writes in uh, the Fast and the Furious. Oh, can't stand those movies and actors. Oh, wait, you're talking sports, but that's my two cents. Thank you, Thanks, Karen. Karen. Yes, um, the Fast and Furious franchise. I, 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 I don't know, it. Justin. You're a big Fast and Furious franchise. Do you know I Karen? Love them.
3: I do know Karen. I worked with her about ten years ago, twelve, maybe yeah, 10, 11 years ago. Um, okay, yes. no, I. So loved... she's
4: saying that to to spite you?
3: Maybe. I honestly don't know. I'm not okay. quite sure. But does, uh, does she yeah, know I about that... your your my love your... for them? I think it's pretty well. Or documented. I was going to say
4: just your your tuned up ride that you. Used no, to have. back in high school, no. no,
3: she did not know. No, okay, that, that thankfully ended before I became an adult. I don't even know. Did, how to it never an leaked adult, out though.
4: when you were teaching either teaching?
3: no no i had that i had that um hidden pretty well, well okay uh, I, I i bought the new movie back before maddie was even born and this is what parenthood does we have not even watched it yet it's still sitting Oof. in the coffee table along with i also just bought i heard it was really good um oh, all all at once or it it I don't remember what it was called. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It was supposed to be really good. I just bought that, but no, we're not going to watch that anytime soon. Uh, Dr. Mantis writes in, number five, the Dallas Cowboys. They are not America's team. Number four, the Astros. They are cheaters. Number three, the Golden State Warriors, the Kevin Durant version. That's an interesting one. Number Mm -hmm. two, the Chicago Bears. And number one, the Green Bay Packers. Who does Dr. Mantis not like? He's a what fan?
4: He's a Vikings fan. A Vikings fan. Which I tried oh. to get I I tried to get him to explain why he didn't like the Bears. Because for me as a Bears fan, I don't even think about the Vikings. Like I don't care no, about don't them care. at all. I, I actually like what the trying. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think the rest of the league cares about Detroit. Um but no, I actually like the the Warren uh the Warren Moon, uh yeah. Randy Moss, yep. uh, Chris, Chris Carter. Carter. Yep. That that uh, whole team. I, I love that team. That was that was one of my favorite probably my favorite NFL teams yep. uh of all time uh in my lifetime. But yeah, that was a really fun team. So yeah, I I don't he never explained why the Chicago Bears are number 2 probably because he grew up in Illinois and okay. grew up around a lot of Bears fans. Um I would assume that's why it is. Um but yeah, the Golden State Warriors is an interesting one that mm-hmm. the kevin durant version um yeah it's probably because he doesn't like kevin durant i'm guessing that could be i don't know
3: brooklyn nets their, their fan base would be rapidly i can't stand kyrie irving so that that's a whole nother yeah topic but um all right uh your turn sorry Vinny. yes
4: andy writes in he says the hashtag islanders all boston franchises yeah and i thought about could a Boston franchise be on there for me? And the Bruins were the first ones I thought of just because mm-hmm. the, the Blackhawks and the yeah. Bruins. Um, but, yeah, I mean, baseball, the Cubs don't really play.
3: It's it's funny because, Boston. like, in grade school, middle school, and even high school, like, before they won their first World Series, I really liked watching Red Sox games because I mm-hmm. liked seeing them take down the, the Yankees. But after they won the two, I feel like they kind of got a little – their too fan big, base did a little too big for their britches, you know. Yep. Um. So yeah, that I, I can I can totally see the Boston fan base. Mm-hmm. The Islanders is an interesting one. I I do like the Islanders to a certain extent, but uh, I guess
4: Boston franchise would also include the New England Patriots. Yeah, assuming which, yes. yeah, I guess I get that too because yeah, I'm sure those fans are probably not rational either. No,
3: and I feel like I kind of checked out. I was a Patriots fan when Drew Bledsoe was still the quarterback, and then he got hurt and tom brady took over and i was like eh, i'm good so uh all right um the 363 dp double play here's what i've discovered as i've gotten older it's not so much the franchise as it is the fans of the franchise that is 100 percent correct yes because let's be honest there's even a segment of bears fans that i can't stand they are mm-hmm. meatballs you know yes so exactly
4: yeah, yeah. Joe writes in. He says, I ask my Yankee fan wife this all the time. Do you know who I hate more than the Yankees? Who she says, Yankees fans. L-O-L, yes. yes. I think that's it's spot on. The fan base, yep. I think that's spot on.
3: Um, All right, Greg, our, our co-host, Greg, writes in. Number five, the Chicago Bears (laughs) franchise. Poor Greg. He's really taking this White Sox thing hard. Number four, the New York Yankees. Number three, the Green Bay Packers. Number two, the Minnesota Twins. I'll be honest. I almost bought. It was on sale. It was really cheap. I almost bought a Twins hat the other day. And I'm like, Greg would probably punch you if you wore that. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this to Greg. I just feel guilty. Uh, He doesn't care at this point. Number one, he says the worst franchise he can't stand is the Chicago White Sox. Oh, oh poor Greg! Poor Greg, he's broken. Greg, it's, it's gonna be okay. Put a Bond movie on and take a load off. It's funny. He still texts me when there's video game sales, and I'll be. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like Greg. You you have so many games in the packaging still. He's like, I, yeah. have, a pro- I have a problem. I'm like,
4: okay. right. <laughs> but it's a good deal, Justin. It's a good Come deal. on, it
3: is. It is. And I'm like, uh, and when the kids
4: are off to college, then what's Greg gonna do?
3: I don't know. He's gonna have to play He's all these have games. To play something they'll be, he'll be on like it'll be like PS eight. Yeah, then, we'll be plugged
4: into some VR. system. be at that it'll point be like in chips Matrix, in our eyes. will be right?
3: VR. Yeah. So, uh, and then go ahead, Vinny. Take your dad's pretzel. Vince wrote in. Pretzel Vince writes in. Hey everybody! An old man's talking.
4: Uh, let's see here. I really don't like any franchise. Um, I I think he meant like I really like, don't dislike any friends i I guess i might envy some teams because they don't seem to have any rebuilding issues they just reload however there are teams i don't like that uh because of the fans i'm not saying all the fans are bad just seems like the majority of them are lol there are a couple of teams that come to mind the packers and the st louis cardinals yes and yes we've touched on them already but yes we agree
3: All right, we made it another another week down, Vinny. We made it. Uh, We did. Do you next week's going to be busy? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second. Uh, Do you have anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up?
4: Oh, I'm sure I had a
3: thought that's
4: gone out the window. Fair enough. That's okay.
3: No problem there. All right, real quick. um, Next week, if you're listening with either audio on your podcast app, or if you're watching or streaming this on YouTube or Twitch. Uh, next week we will have a special guest. We'll have our, 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 our thro- our third rotating chair. We'll be in, we have Vinnie. You're going to have to correct me. Cause I know I'm going to butcher his last name. Is it Jake bujnowski Does that sound right? It's
4: not bujnowski Um, uh, but I I, 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 yeah, I should have looked it up beforehand how you pronounce his last name, but I know it's not Bujnowski because, um, for, he just got married recently and yes, that's kind of what's delayed having him come on. Yes. Um, someone on his wedding party had uh, paid Patrick Wisdom to do one of those celebrity oh, oh a um, um, oh what are
3: those what called
4: uh, yeah i know a, what you're talking about yeah celebrity greeting you know messages um and he said his last name and it was not Bujnowski and i was like oh i got to remember that for when yeah, we Yeah going to have to find that and so i forgot it correctly yeah.
3: next week <laughs> uh so uh, sorry jake sorry jake uh the cool thing about jake though you can follow him at baseball underscore b-u-g or b-u-j sorry that there we go uh he proclaims himself the president of the ian happ fan club so he and i are in good spirits there even though <laughs> we're not going to tell him i didn't like ian happ for the longest time uh, i will he's a, he is also the one of the co-hosts of the dingers podcast they are a cubs podcast pretty good um yep. so we'll have him next week and he's been gracious enough. He is not only going to join us for whatever, which our topic next week, we are going to rank our favorite minor league baseball logos. So that should be kind of fun. I know we did something like that with the three spot. um, Yes, we did. Long time ago, um, but not officially uh, on our podcast. So we're going to rank that and we're going to open it up to all minor leagues. And... He is going to join us, as of right now, if, if it all still stands, he is going to join us for the Cubs and Bears segment of the show because he is a obviously a huge Cubs fan and a huge a huge Bears fan as well. So that should be a good time. And then later this week, I'm sorry, oh man, holy Next cow. week. Next week, hopefully, uh, and it'll be up later this month, we are going to have uh, our one claim to fame. We are going to have MLB Pittsburgh Pirates legend and all-star Jason Kendall will be back on the show. I was texting part two. with part 2. Electric I was, Boogaloo. I was texting with him this week which if you would have told like 9-year-old Justin, "Hey, you see that guy that's playing on TV right now? You're going to have his phone number and text with him." Uh, I wouldn't believe you. But anyway, uh, Jason has been gracious. He's going to come on. And uh, Vinny pitched this really cool idea. We're going to talk to him about the 1998 season and what it was like being a catcher. And obviously with um, with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire being in the division, what was it like calling games for Pittsburgh Pirates pitchers and pitching around them? Uh, and then we're going to dovetail into Aaron Judge's you know historic season this year. Obviously, one of the best players. It wasn't Shohei, right, Vinny?
4: No, it wasn't.
3: Uh, we're going to talk about that. And and also, we're going to try and see if we can get him to kind of tell us who he thinks the actual home run champ is and all that good stuff. So next, that is, we're going to hopefully record that next week. That'll be up in a couple weeks, though. Um, and I think that about does it for the rest of October, then. We will see. Maybe we can work in a Halloween episode when we get yes, to Halloween, we'll have too. to do so, that. Yeah. Best candy bars. Worst candy bars. Mounds and Almond Joy. Um, Justin. You don't like Mounds? You like Mounds and Almond Joy? What's wrong with them? Coconut. There's nothing
4: wrong with coconut.
3: I like coconut. I just don't like those candy bars. I,
4: have you had... When when was the last time you had a Mounds Bar a or a Mama Joy?
3: Probably like 10 years ago.
4: Yeah, probably longer
3: than that. I have a very, very refined palate. I do like coconut milk. You milk. have a terrible palate, <laughs> Justin. That's true. You're not wrong um. All right. On that note, so like we said, uh, Jake Kuznowski. Jake, I'm sorry. I know I'm saying you're on name wrong. That will be next Thursday. Same time, same bat channel, same bat place. Uh, Jason Kendall's interview will be up sometime the, by the end of the month. Find us on YouTube.com, slash baseball, whatever. Like, share, subscribe, our videos. Subscribe. We'd appreciate it. At Baseball on What on Twitter. Um, find us on Spotify and Apple. If you can leave us a five-star review, we'd be great. Someone did this week. We are now up to 19 so nice. views. And 18 of them are five-star. And somebody review bonds something like the other one. Same thing with Spotify. And then lastly, text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-913-808-3278. That number again is one 913 808 Sparts. And we will be back next week with more tomfoolery and fun and all that other crap that we bring to the table. Because we are baseball and whatever. See you all next week, everybody. Take care.